What's up, guys? This is Stitch from Blacker Than Black Times Infinity. Infinity. And, Infinity. I'm, <laughs> and I'm here to talk to you about this awesome offer that we got from Loot Crate. Uh, Loot Crate, if you guys don't know, is an awesome subscription service where you get a nice little package delivered to your house monthly with some pretty bomb-ass trinkets uh, from random sort of uh, events or comic-type um, comic, comic type, uh, sort of... I can't think of the proper word. It's like word. Comic-Con in a box. Yeah, Comic-Con in a box. That's the, that's the proper word. I was trying to think of something, but I couldn't spit the word out of my mouth. But it's Comic-Con in a box, and you get some really awesome trinkets, uh, ranging depending on whatever it is that is going on uh, in the world right now in terms of like comic and geek culture. Uh, I've seen some cool stuff from like Steven Universe, um, even like video game stuff with like Tomb Raider, uh, Adventure Time. It, pretty much anything that you, if you're listening to this, uh, you would be interested in in receiving. Uh, they have lots of other subscription services in terms of like Pet Crate, which I'm a member of, which they give pretty cool like dog treats, leashes, dog bowls, all kinds of uh, cool stuff if you if you want something pet related. They also give like WWE Crate, which is uh, more uh, centered around wrestling uh, events. It's around and low IQs and shit. Like I'm just kidding. It's not low <laughs> IQs. Well, if you like wrestling, it's all good. I used to watch it when I was a kid. Wrestling's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I can't hate on wrestling. But uh, if you are interested in that, or even give it, gifting that to one of your friends, the code that where you can get a nice discount on is if you go to www.lootcrate.com forward slash b then bti and enter the code bridge ten. That's uh, lootcrate.com forward slash b then bti, and you enter the promo code of bridge ten, like the one you would cross over one zero. And you'll get 10% off your subscription service. You can get it for up to a year or as little as three months or even monthly, I believe, if you would like to just try it out for one month. And you can save uh, 10% off the uh, subscription code. I know uh, me, Blue, and uh, Kronos are members of it. It's really great. My dogs love it. My wife loves it. It's a pretty awesome subscription service, and I highly recommend you guys check that out. And now, on with the show. This is Gurf from Invader Zim, and you're listening to Blacker Than Black, Times Infinity! Don't ask me what my fantasy is if you're not ready for the answer. This is Blacker Than Black, Times Infinity. I'm your boy, Blue, coming to you live from the Dro? Dro. That's where we are. Uh... <laughs> That was my my uh, prodigy impression. He's not here today, but uh, on my right is oldest ninja in the world, O Ninja. You know what? I'm loving today. All right, man, <laughs> I'm loving it too. On my left, mixing it on the one, twos, and threes, choking out people on the fours and fives. Pronos. You know what? Fuck Mass Effect and Drama. I'm just ah, saying. Yes. Like podcast. Uh, Welcome to the team. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your team. And then we have the dirty mouth from the South Stitch. What's up, people? Uh, brought Prodigy to a baseball game, and he just doesn't understand. You have to keep your members in your pants. Oh. That's why he's not here right now. There must have been footage in the crowd. MLB don't play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we also have remotely James Gaffsey once again. Yay! We What's going a, on, man? We need applause. What's going on, guys? Yeah. What's up? Wait. Round of applause. There and we actually had a chance to meet James uh, a few weeks ago over at WonderCon down in Anaheim, which was really great to finally meet, meet him in person. Him and his son. I got to ask. Oh. I got to ask, what was your first impression? You're, You're tall, dude. Yeah, yeah I was like, damn, this dude's really tall. Yeah. <laughs> 
way taller. I was scared I was going to say something wrong. You're going to put me in a chokehold and just body flying on the ground. Well, no, I mean, you're a nice guy. You were well-dressed for a Comic-Con. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're wearing a suit? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's how I got uh, press passes. Oh, really? Oh. You just wore a suit and they're like, here you go, press pass. Yeah, everyone's walking in with these like amazing costumes, doing the cosplay and everything. And I said to my son, "This is how we get, you know, first class treatment." That's pretty awesome. Yeah, awesome. Dress awesome. for like, success. Well, I heard that works for like when you get on an airplane. Like, if you want to try to bump up to first class, you wear like a nice suit and stuff, and like don't have any carry ons. Like, you're they'll usually will bump you up if you dress the role. But that was before, you know, United started huh. yeah, grabbing the off the plane. <laughs> I was about to say, if you try to fly United, true. that may not happen. Nothing wrong with that. Like, you knocked off the plane. You know, speaking of United, um, why did they... It's interesting how they picked an older man to, like, you know, step up on and, and, and pull him off the plate. Like, there wasn't, like, a, a guy in his 20s or 30s or, you know, some big, huge guy that... Let's pick the person who we think is the least physically intimidating, and take. But I, but I thought you. I thought it was random. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the same thing I said too, yeah. James. I was like, they they picked the sure. weakest looking dude to kick off the plane. Yeah, I, I've heard that too. That United, you know, did that randomly, um, and I obviously call BS on that. <laughs> yeah. No way. No way. No way was that random. No way was that random at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. what's also funny is that, like, you know, like, they they should have offered more money if they wanted, like, if they really need to give up these seats, they should have offered, like, way more money until they reached their cap and before they finally, like, decided to, like, start snatching fools off the plane. Yeah, and also, wasn't that plane, like, Louisville or something like that, or Louisville or Chicago? Like, wasn't that, like, a four-hour drive? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It was like a, I think, an hour long or so flight. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. very long. It was, it was ridiculous. I would have took the money. <laughs> Definitely would have took the money. Well, yeah. I mean, if you got some place to be, and if it's the last flat out, it's kind of hard, you know. Well, I mean, as soon as they like started harassing the guy, we're like, you know what? Just fucking, I'm good. Just I'll take you off this flight. Stop harassing this guy. That shit was ridiculous. Oh, you mean if you weren't that guy they pulled off, you just would have volunteered yourself? Yeah, yeah I would have volunteered. Okay. I mean, yeah, because they put it up for know, free grabs for anybody that yeah. wants to, like... Yeah, I mean, they offered it several times. People said no, and... Well, what I would have done, I'd have been like, hey, look, make it a thousand? You have my seat, bro. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's make a deal. Yeah, let's yeah. make a deal. Yeah. You want the seat? Yeah, you, want, you got pay. <laughs> yeah. As long as I got my luggage. And I want me. a free flight. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, I think that's guaranteed free flight. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like you get ho- like I think they pay for your hotel stay. They give you some extra money, and then like they pay for your next flight. You get like another free flight too, which is cool. It's but, a nice gig. Oh. It's something like that. How how much do you think they've lost in terms of like goodwill? You know, people no longer using United. I mean, how much money do you think they're they've lost now and are going to continue to lose? Oh, billions. Got to be in the millions yeah. already. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. Billions, at least a billion with, with a B. They've lost thousands of millions. Yeah, their stock like <laughs> took a, a big hit and everything. Not money for me because I'm looking to jump on those those cheap fares if yeah, I need right. to. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for them to cause a problem with me, I'll be like, you punch me in the face. I'll just let me get my camera out. <laughs> I, I need to see a meme of somebody like on the TS on the United Airline plane with like full like armor on, <laughs> like, oh, like man. just in case they get into a fight. You're, like they're prepared. <laughs> right, hold on, real quick, you know, my my son at, that you guys met Rex asked me like, what would I do if I was like by myself on the plane? And two guys came out and said, we have to like, pull you off. And I got to tell you, my first thing was, like, I, I think I'd not. I'm out. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I, I wouldn't just be like, 
And, I'm not, and what I mean by that, listen, what I mean by that is I'd actually be like, okay, we're fighting now? Really? Oh, okay. Boy. Yeah, because basically it turned into a fight, but the guy didn't know how to defend himself. So, I mean, but the, the problem, this is the problem, though, is that in any self-defense scenario with that certain scenario is that you're up against the police. I mean, they're wearing police jackets. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I want to tangle with somebody that I know has a deadly weapon on them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. At least a taser. I, yeah. you're, you're so Oh, but I have someone who's much tougher, much more powerful than the police in my corner. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of. I mean, it, but it, he was. Yeah, I've got my wife's a crazy powerful attorney. Seriously. Oh, oh yeah. well, then there you go. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, like as much as much of the MMA training and self defense training, and, and you know, as much as I think I can fight, I'm like, yeah, my wife's an attorney. She will own everybody. That well, is pretty awesome. Go so, ahead. So in that scenario, do you take the ass whooping and just get rich, or what do you do? <laughs> See, I. I I would definitely not take an ass with it, but I'd let them put a finger on me, and I'd pretend it hurt a lot. And oh. then I'd do the, you know what? Yeah, I'd pull a LeBron and be like, but oh, they accosted me. Well, that's one flapping of, around. Actually, hold on. Real quick, let's, let's put a pause on this real quick, because there's a couple things we're supposed to say at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. We'll come back to the, the United scenario real quick. Um, so, uh, first to comment in the chat room the is, uh, is Matt. So, thank you, Matt, for, uh, for being the first to comment. Uh, thank you, Mile High Blurred, once again for donating to the podcast. Really appreciate it. And the fan of the week is uh, Mr. X and also Clayton Abrams. Nice. So thank you very much to all of you f- generous folks. Hey, Clayton, that. Clayton was the guy who like listened to like 10 episodes in, in one week, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So those, those guys listen a, a lot. So anyway, back to the United thing. Yeah, like I, I think there's something to be said about being able to defend yourself, even if it's against the police. But at the same time... They're authorized to use deadly force. That, that's where, like, my kind of line is, like, kind of blurred. I'm like, I could probably kick this guy's ass, but at the end of the day, if there's, like, you know, two, three, four of them, like, I'm probably going to get fucking shot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you like Ortiz. No, the re- you're absolutely right. The reality is saying what happened. Obviously, I, I can't stand what happened, and I also have my theories for why they picked that guy. Yeah. And it goes just it goes beyond the fact that he's older, by the way. Yeah. There were yeah. other, I think, factors, too. But the reality is, listen, even in, you know, I live in L.A., you guys live in, what, San Francisco, right? Yeah. If yeah. the police, even you think it's unfair what's happening, if there's, like, three officers or more, you're listening to what they're saying, and you're begrudgingly going along with it. Because oh, you know yeah. if you don't, it's going to get way worse. So, of course, you know, I can talk tough and all that kind of good stuff, but the reality is, it'd be like, all right, I hate what you guys are doing. I'm going to negotiate, like, a lot of money to get off this flight, you know, but I, I probably would have gotten out, off the flight. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a weird scenario, especially knowing. Um, so, I mean, both me and you did jujitsu. Obviously, you've done it way longer than I have, but I'm sure you've came across police officers that have came in to to learn jujitsu, and it's like a lot of these guys are so not trained on how to defend themselves. It's, it's almost absurd because I've rolled with police officers that came to my you know uh, where I train at my gym, and you know, the, and they were new, and it's like you don't know. Like, hardly anything. It's like, if it wasn't for a gun and a taser, people would just fuck you up all day. <laughs> and I, I think that, that that's still, like, their detriment. I think that, that I think that's one of the leading causes of people getting shot is officers not knowing how to properly defend they re- themselves. They rely they a little bit too that. much on the utility belt. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but I was also thinking, like, then don't they learn how to fight in, like, police academy? No. When I saw the movie, like, yeah, one, two, and training. three, they're yeah. all training to fight. Like, <laughs> no, free, sucker! Yeah, rewind the tape. <laughs> for, like a, for, like, a small block yeah. of it. It's not nowhere near to the extent and everything. Because, essentially, if you're going to the academy for, let's say, hypothetically, it's, it's 12 weeks. And you got to learn, like, legal shit, driving... 
uh, arresting tactics and everything. And then they'll do like, okay, self-defense for four hours. And then it's like, okay, you know what to do in this situation, blah, 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 blah. All right, let's move on. So it's 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 more so on the officer where they get yeah. that continuing education and everything. And that's why a lot of them do take up uh, going, right. going doing jiu-jitsu and everything to, because they realize it's a life-saving technique and everything. So they understand, okay, I, I'm bettering myself as a police officer and uh, can, uh, essentially I could be in a life-or-death situation by going to to learn uh, martial arts where they get in a situation where I might not be able to reach for my gun, but at least I know I can stop him from grabbing my gun and everything. So it's, it's a it's a really good life-saving technique for a lot of law enforcement people to learn. Do you guys remember the company Tap Out? Of course I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, okay. see oh, all yeah. the shirts everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Made clothing. I got I to ask, there's a lot of like newer fans to MMA who just, are, for whatever reason, are oblivious to that company and its what? significance, right? <laughs> so the main guy of, of Tap Out, um, the main founder, um, uh, Charles Lewis Jr., Mask. Mask, yeah. Right? They got the crazy face paint and everything. He, he was a corrections officer in San Bernardino. Oh. And he actually used to teach jujitsu and control methods, um, you know, to fellow uh, correction off- correctional officers when they had to handle people when they put them in the tank or in cells or whatever. He actually understood the significance of whether it's jujitsu or whatever to help restrain someone to, you know, so you know what to do so you don't accidentally hurt or kill someone, you know, by going too far. And the problem is he was the exception to, you know, police officers getting that training. So everything you're saying is absolutely correct. Yeah. Um, we have a guy on uh, Mr. X, who's a, who's a good friend of mine who actually, I met him doing jujitsu and he is in law enforcement and he goes above and beyond to, to really train, you know, I mean, he trains jiu-jitsu, he trains multiple... Well, he used to train multiple martial arts, but now it's pretty much just jiu-jitsu. And uh, I definitely wouldn't want to get in a fight with the guy now, but he says that, like... I mean, most people... It's, it's all up to him to do that training. Like, he goes above and beyond to make sure that he's physically fit and also knows how to defend themselves. But it's it's optional, like, where he's at. For, right. And most places are like that. And I think that's, that's really weird. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it is, you know... When I see, like, you know, when I watch the news and I sometimes see, like, officers handling, like, the Berkeley, you know, for lack of a better term, riots. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm shaking my head because I'm, like, too many people are getting hurt because people are ignorant on how to control other people, how to diffuse the situation, you know, what words to use, you know. I mean, and, and stuff just escalates way out of hand, like, way out of control way too quickly. And I'm, like, how much of that could have been prevented? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, what was I going to say? I guess okay. I, I, I want to talk about actually why we wanted to have you on. Uh, the pod- Obviously, we want to have you on all the time because you, you have an open invite like most of our you know guests. Oh, uh, except you. Howard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> and there's one other person too. <laughs> we will not name that person. Too late. It's all good. Um, but you wrote a book called The Renegade's Guide to Stopping Bullies. Uh, practical guide for parents who need quick solutions to bullying, and uh, I think this is really important for for nerds especially to to read a book like this. Most nerds that I know have been bullied at some point in their lives. I've been on both the oh, receiving yeah. end of bullying, and I've also been the bully when I was a kid. So I, I've seen kind of both sides, and, it, and it's pretty fucked up. So why don't you give us a quick synopsis on 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 why you wrote this book and, and why you think it's important? So, exact same thing. I was, um, you know, the gentle giant growing up. I was a really big, overweight kid, low self-esteem, 
Um, didn't like confrontation, whether it was verbal or physical. So I really shy away from it. Didn't like fighting. But at the same time, I had great parents. And I was just too ashamed to ever admit that I was getting bullied because I just, you know, I felt like, well, what's wrong with me if I can't handle it? So that happened until kept getting physically bullied until high school. And then that physical bullying turned into more of like the social bullying, mm-hmm. you know, because no one wanted to fight me. But they would say, you know, stuff behind my back or whatever it was. Um, and it wasn't until my 20s that I finally got a handle on it. And I said, this is all, pardon my language, this is all bullshit. Yeah. And I said, you know, the problem with anti, your typical anti-bullying book or instruction is it says, it pretty much is, yeah, we all agree bullying is horrible and we should all try to treat each other nicely to stop it. And I said, that's even more bullshit. Like, we need tips. We need solutions. And I just didn't see them out there. And when I opened up my MMA facility in uh, Los Angeles, all of a sudden, for some weird reason, a bunch of people started coming in with their bullying problems. I'm not just talking about kids, teenagers, and adults. And over, like, eight years, I kept giving advice and doing, like, private consulting and anti-bullying. It was kind of crazy. And I said, you know what? It's time to write a book because I'm, I'm giving the same information over and over again. So that was it but the term renegade this is the best part I was doing a parent um, you know a PTA meeting where I was talking about anti-bullying and my solutions were way different and the school I was talking to didn't like them because I was telling the parents take matters into your own hands you know legally ethically and morally and after the session two teachers came up to me and said why do you have to be so against the schools why do you have to tell people all this information why don't you let us handle why do you have to be such a renegade Mm-hmm. And I'm like, awesome. I was looking for a title in my book. You gave it to me. Thanks. <laughs> That's how it came to be. Awesome, awesome. Well, I like that, you know, you're you're, t- you're trying to make sure the schools are, I mean, I understand, like, why the teachers came up to you, but, like, teachers shouldn't be there to, like, you know, handle the problem. Like, parents should be able to step in and, like, be able to help out their kids when they're being bullied because you can't really rely too much on the school system to fix problems. I get in trouble from probably on, like, every two weeks, some, someone from some school administration contact me and they're like you know why are you so anti-school blah 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 and I said cool how about this how about you guys actually step up to the plate and either admit you can't handle bullying because that's the real truth or that you're starting to take steps to figure out how to do it but stop telling me that you know how to handle bullying you can't I have people from your school calling me saying there are huge bullying problems what do we do well we yeah, we live in this strange society where people are just they're they're getting they're soft, you know, and they're not they don't know how to really they don't know how to deal with confrontation anymore because they're they're, Bingo. they're, they're, you they're nailed it. yeah they're they're just they're they're way too soft and their solutions just don't work because they're not realistic, you know, like you you trying to talk sometimes you just cannot talk a bully down, mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't understand why the bully is bullying you. And I think that that's a huge a huge problem that nobody's really addressing, especially when it comes to you know schools because they they, they want to make sure everything is is really PC. But I mean to be honest, uh, a student abusing another student that that's not politically correct at all. I mean yeah. you need to handle things. It the way you get, you need to handle things are not going to be like an out of the box solution because obviously it's not working. We've had bullying for a long time now, and I don't see it stopping because the the reason why we have bullies aren't really stopping like it, to me it, it boils down to shitty parents to be honest that they don't really know how to discipline their children or they discipline them the wrong way you know yeah. what i mean and it, yeah. you know it, it's so funny you said that because 
this is where I'm also a little bit different than the other anti-bully, you know, experts or so-called experts, whatever. Um, I don't think bullying is ever going to stop. Yeah, but I agree. I think we will have a better ability to not be affected by it. Yeah. So the way I look at it, you know, bullying is power acquisition at someone else's expense, right? So look at it this way. And, you know, I'm, I'm the one of the biggest nerds I know, so I always use, like, superhero analogies to kind of explain this. <laughs> so imagine you're a regular civilian, like a regular person in a comic book, and someone's shooting a gun at you, right? And that shooting the gun represents bullying. Well, if the bullets hit you, oh, damn, you're either, you know, hurt really bad or you're dead. But what if you were Superman and someone's shooting bullets at you? Would you even care? Yeah. No. You'd be like, all right, well, that's cute. You know, I'll heat vision his gun and, you know, flick him away and put him, whatever it is. And what I'm trying to say when I communicate to parents, I'm like, it's not just stopping the bullies. We also have to kind of make kids understand, like, how to avoid choosing to be affected that severely by bullying in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Right? Like, if someone gives you guys a bad review online, do you guys, like, cry in the fetal position in the shower for half an hour and, like, just I like, uh, Car- Carlos just goes after him and ends their fucking uh, internet life. Yeah, only, only some of them. <laughs> only some. <laughs> uh, I actually kind of really approve of that. No, but, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you guys don't, like, you're not like, oh, my God, the world is over because you know how to handle it. So right. the trick is giving the kids those same tools that you have that I have so that when someone, you know, and they will, starts bad-mouthing online or cyber or whatever, you're like, yeah, that's cute. Anyway, moving on. So if it yeah. doesn't affect you in the first place because you you're you know you know how to handle it, the bullying can't take power from you. It, it seems like you uh, are definitely a, um, a believer in, like, conflict resolution and everything because it, it, it seems like you can't – in life, you cannot avoid conflicts between people. You'll – just run into people w- at whatever age, whether you're seven or, or 70, that just don't agree with you and everything. And you just eventually have to either work out your differences. I mean, sometimes they're the aggressor in terms of, like, not agreeing with you. Or you might be maybe the aggressor where you might be in, like, a supervisional role. But I, I think that if you ha- have to speak to the other person about the situation or the differences, you need to be able to communicate like in a con- in a constructive environment to work out your differences rather than just shit on shit all over someone else's opinion and just like belittle them. Well, which I think yeah. a lot of people just don't know how to fucking do. They just don't know how to talk to people. It, this is why I really like you guys because you get it. Oh yeah, right. You you you're you're kind of some elevated a group of elevated thinkers. You're absolutely right. When I have to do, like, and, you know, we all have confrontations that we have to handle, right? So what I like to do is um, model the behavior that I want my kids to have. Right. So if I have a confrontation, I'm not talking about a brawl or a fight, although my kids will watch me spar all the time and they feel like, oh, cool, you know, whatever. But if it's like, you know, if I have to get into it with someone and I'll respect the person about like, you know, if it's a lease issue or, you know, a bill or whatever, I'll have my, my kids, you know, they'll stay quiet on the phone, I'll put it on speaker, and I'll, I'll handle it. And they'll witness it. And they'll see how I'm not, I don't shy away from it. Right. And sometimes I'll do it in person. I'll have my son, I'll say, hey, just stand over here. I got to talk to this person real quick. And well, they'll see what happens. And then after it's done, we'll talk about it. That's a really good, like, tool to use to people. Like, especially for, like, young... Because, I, I mean, no, normally, like, adults will, like, sort of like hide their kids whenever there's any sort of like dispute or argument or debate going on just yeah. to sort of shelter them. So I think that's a really good uh, philosophy to have. At, le- at least your kids can observe to be like, okay, 
I've seen my dad or my mom handle this situation before, and they they didn't scream, they didn't yell, they didn't try to punch the other person in the face. They were able to use their words constructively in an, in an intellectual debate or, or however it may, whatever the situation may may call for, to come to a resolution between the problem. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna also say. I was gonna like kind of piggybacking off what Sis said is like with with family like they really have a kind of like a a, a role like they're they're the first kid the kid's first role model and the way parents handling situation really affects on the kids because I know like a lot of kids who are bullies they they're bullied at home by either their parents or or whatever but yeah. you know growing up as a kid like I actually my role was kind of opposite my mom was like the one that's like she when she gets a confrontation she's like ready to fight and I'm like you know. You can you can die like somebody can just have a gun and <laughs> kill you right here. Like I that also kind of played in me kind of not being not passive aggressive, but like you know, like if, if I get into an argument, I try to like calm everybody down and like try to get to the like, the real cause of the issue instead of like raising up my anger and like yelling at the other person. Right, which is what a lot of it's 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 a lot of reasons why fights happen. Well, oh. yeah, fighting. Uh, a couple things. Like first, it's weird for uh, what's well, not weird, but kids in general they don't they don't know how to communicate well. Case in point, like girls and boys have no idea how to talk to each other, like at all. So I, I think that's, <laughs> yeah. So, so for them to communicate like, like their their actual feelings and stuff to, like a bully, somebody's oh actually confronting them is is difficult. And so to actually get them to understand exactly how to confront somebody that is you know negative against them is, is is difficult because they they can't communicate well they can't no they can't it's just they, they don't have the skills to communicate and i think that uh, a book like you know what you've made is going to help them communicate better they gotta but, worry about them hormones too much yeah and, and then second i think that as adults even as kids you i think people, titties? people are <laughs> people are way too uh <laughs> they're, they're way too confident in their quote-unquote fighting skills i, I think oh, yeah. that the, the more you know how to fight the more you kind of st- Stay away from trying to get into like a street fight because you understand the dire consequences. Yes. Oh yeah, because there, there's some people are in, out, out there right now. They're just like, oh yeah, fuck somebody up. I'll just do blah blah blah. It's like, no, you won't, dude. I, I could choke somebody out like right now, and it's like there's nothing you can do to stop me. And I know that we're just playing a game to where you think you're tougher than me. You know what I mean? Well, you know, it's so interesting because a lot of parents, you know, and LA's got some really, I'll, I'll put it this way, interesting people here, right? And in that, it not only do they sometimes want to avoid conflict or confrontation, they think anything that's aggressive is automatically going to be violent. So yeah. part of the anti-bullying solution is, like, listen, when I got beat up, the fear I had of physicality was like such a real thing, yeah. right? So I, I, and that's a really crazy type of fear to have, knowing that someone could crush you physically and there's nothing you could do about it. And I, 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 still to this day, I can remember how that felt, but, you know, through lots of training, and I'm not saying I'm the toughest guy at all, I know I can get my ass kicked, but I'm confident that I can fight back. So part of the anti-bullying, especially if someone's being physically bullied, is helping them understand how to justifiably fight back, right? And, yeah. and a lot of, so many anti-bullying solutions that we have today at schools, they're like all, like, like, I can't tell you how many times in my area of Los Angeles, parents call me and they're like, so my son got in trouble because a bully punched him and my son shoved him to the ground. So the bully's punished, but so is my son. That's ridiculous. And I'm like, well, well that, that's, I said, that's ridiculous. And by the way, when I called like the vice principal who put out that ruling, whatever, guess, you know, they never call back. Of course not. Because they're, they're afraid of confrontation. 
James, in your book, does it cover like um, online bullying? Yes. Huh. Right. Can you, uh, without without giving too much, what's in your book? Can you give like some uh, a little bit of uh, I guess a, a little bit of tips for like what you talk about in terms of like online bullying? Because online bullying is something that like we is I mean. We're all like '80s and '90s kids and everything. We didn't really have online bullying in, 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 in terms of what goes on right now. Well, no, even right now, I mean, we get we get people that troll us. That it could be considered online bullying, but we're not, not in terms of when we were growing up as like teenagers in our adolescence. I guess uh, you could say. Well, yeah. I was online, but yeah, you're right. Online bullying back then was yeah. it's not really a big deal. Yeah. You yeah. just turn, yeah. We we knew just turn off AIM or AOL and be like, <laughs> yeah. our problem's going away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah back, in, back in the day, we didn't have to deal with like this quote unquote like slut shaming or people creating yeah. like whole digital groups and or like photoshopping people's faces on yeah, naked bodies. Uh, uh, either that or just like you know people just putting hate posts about one particular person yeah. and then inviting that one person so they can see everything that they've written about. Which uh, has, in some cases, yeah. led to that said person committing suicide yeah. or not. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Well, well, okay, so this is another point of contention I have. Um, first of all, when people say cyberbullying, um, the way you fight cyberbullying on Instagram is different than how you fight cyberbullying on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Which is different than how you fight cyberbullying. So every type of anti-bullying tactic you use is dependent on the, the, you know, digital platform, for lack of a better term. Uh-huh. So, for example, and the reason why cyberbullying is really powerful is because, look, when you used to get bullied at school, I could go home, right? Lock the door, go into, you know, go into my room or whatever, and the bullying wouldn't follow me in other than, you know, how I felt about it. But when these kids have phones or they, they've got their mobile devices, computers, whatever, and they're at home, and someone sends them a text or an email or any type of message or post something, it hits them at home. So they don't feel safe anywhere. That's the real problem with cyberbullying is that it hits you at home. Yeah. Right? So the way you fight this, there's a number of ways you can do it. Like, um, I don't want to say who it was on Twitter. Um, Someone made fun of a certain animated series. And they're like, it sucks, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I jumped on and I said, wow, you have no idea what you're talking about, do you? That was it. That's all I said. Mm. And then a bunch of other people jumped on that tweet, too, and buried that guy's tweet. And I, we've never heard from that guy again. Well, the people behind that series contacted me and said, thank you. We didn't know how to handle it the right way, blah, blah, blah. It was really cool. And that's how you handle it on Twitter. Facebook's a different way, mm-hmm. right? You bury that person's comment by getting a whole bunch of other people to do it. So, but the real the reality is, I'll tell you a quick case study. A young woman came in to see me, and someone posted, like, she liked to play, this is going to sound ridiculous, she liked to play the flute, right? She's a band member. So mm. someone took a picture of her playing the flute, and James, did what kind horrible, of horrible, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even go any further. <laughs> I'm just kidding, go ahead. And even when I saw the picture, I hated, I was like, oh my God, that's, that's hilarious. And, but I stopped myself, right? Yeah. And And she was, like, just beyond upset. Yeah. Right, and I said, "Got it." And I said, "Here's the problem: you're choosing to be affected by this." I said, "When people make fun of this picture, they're doing it right now. I guarantee you, by next week, they're going to be making fun of other people." Now, not yeah. that that's a good thing, but that's how cyberbullying works. They, they kind of deflect; they go here, then there, then there. Right? And I said, "But let's t- let's take the power away from this person." I said, "Let's take. The- Do you have the original picture?" She did. I said, "Great. Let's Photoshop this and make it even funnier." So the one that got posted 
looks like lame in comparison. So we made it tasteful, but really funny, right? And put some comments on it. And then she posted it on the same, you know, thread on whatever it was, Instagram, or she posted on Instagram and everyone commented on how funny it was. But because she did it, not only did she take the power away from that bully, yep. but yeah. she owned the picture now. It's like yeah. you, you roll with the punch. Yeah, I mean, we've we yeah. had some pretty fucked up shit said to us online before. And when I decide to go in, I fucking cut deep. <laughs> and usually they, they don't they don't respond ever again. Because like, they're 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 right. very they're small people. You know what I mean? Like their their exactly. life is so fucked up they have to reach out to a complete stranger and critique. Like I don't mind being critiqued. But when you say like some racist shit or just some over the top shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to respond. So I just can't let right. that kind of shit just go. So I, don't, I don't want them to think that they can just say that in normal life. Cause that's trigger okay. words. Yeah, <laughs> and so you know, well, that, and that's the other thing. That's the other thing too. It's like I tell people, like someone someone made some comments to me, right? And my son saw them, like, Dad, what are you gonna do? And I said nothing because they don't affect me. Right. Yeah, and he's like, Yeah, but Dad, you should do something. And I said, You know, it was Rex who you met. And I said, Rex. Do you think if that guy was on his phone or at his computer and I was sitting right in front of him and he was saying shit about me, like, do you think he would actually do that if I was looking right at him and we were face to face? And he started laughing. He's like, of course not. I'm like, yeah. exactly. So why do I care about someone like that? That kind of coward. Yeah. Yeah. He's just trying to get a reaction out of you. And that's what it seems like most like sort of like cyber bullies or trolls try to do. It's like they know in real life, face to face, they wouldn't say shit. But they just yes. want to get a rise or reaction out of you because they could just get they just get off of having that power to control someone else's reaction. Someone that they've never met in real life to be like, you know what? Uh, over a thousand miles away, I was able to mess up his day or to, to affect his mood just by me hitting these fucking keystrokes or whatever. But the thing for me is that when when I cause I know I don't always respond because obviously they're not all worth it. But when I do decide to respond. It's basically to humiliate the person. Like, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I'm a little petty at times. And so if somebody comes at me a certain way, and I'm just like, all right, you're not going to affect my whole day, but I'll give you a good 10 minutes of my response to humiliate you, and then I'll go on with my day. And usually they don't respond because there's nothing to respond with. They want they, they thought that they can get away with, you know, one comment or whatever. And uh, and usually they can't. I mean, the, the, I would love to meet these people in real life because I'm pretty sure I know what they look like. It's probably a, a general archetype of... You know, a basement troll or some shit. But uh, these people right. just, they, they have this an- anonymity of the internet that it doesn't, it never existed before, you know, this point in time, which is strange to me. I, I don't think we're really designed to, to deal with this sort of interaction because it happens so fast. You know, like normal hu- human evolution happens over such a long period of time, but now you have this ability to reach out to anybody on the planet at any time within seconds. Yeah, yeah. within seconds. And I, I don't think we're, we're not designed to deal with that, especially as children. You know, I think that's what gets a lot of you kids. Know, yeah. You're right. My, my grandma said something to me before. This is years ago, so she's since passed. But she, she was kind of really ahead of her time. And she really she didn't understand, you know, email and texting. And this is, you know, way before Twitter and what have you. But she said, listen, if you're going to put any message out there, make sure that it's something I wouldn't be embarrassed to read. Mm-hmm. Or I wouldn't be embarrassed by you doing that. And I'm like, got it. So every time I post something, I kind of ask myself, I hate to say it, so like, would grandma be cool with it? You know what I mean? And that's also, by the way, why I put my name on my Twitter handle. Yeah. You that's know, because like I want to be accountable for what I say. And by the way, if someone doesn't like what I have to say, I'm totally cool with them giving me their opinion, critiquing an article I write or whatever it is, 
cool, we'll have a dialogue, we'll figure it out. Maybe it'll be helpful or maybe it won't, whatever. But I'm cool with that if it's respectful. Yeah. But the moment someone starts saying some whatever, I'm like, wow. I, I unfortunately, and my wife told me, like, I, I enjoy this too much. I went the other way with confrontation. I actually sometimes have way too much fun during a confrontation. Yeah, I'm the same way. Especially if it's online. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reverse it on the cyberbully. And yeah, not that that's healthy, but you know, it, it makes me feel better, so that's good. Then it is healthy. I mean, I had the same like, uh, like it was a couple of weeks ago. Some somebody we're having like a, a decent like debate over some shit. I'm not even gonna say what it was about, but it was it was a decent debate about some stuff. And then this guy basically called me a fucking idiot. I remember. And I was just like, "What?" I was like, "Hey, man, can we, you know, keep up the insults? Yeah, and just get back, like, yeah, keep on topic." And then he was like, "Oh, obviously, didn't read about my profile, blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Obviously, you're a troll. You're proving even more now. I don't give a fuck about who you are. I'm not going to read more about you. You just want attention. I'm not going to give it to you. I don't give a shit about you, honestly. (laughs) So let's just move on." Then, of course, he went back on topic, and he was like, "Oh, you know." Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you know, you can't just get out there and talk some shit and be like, read more about me. I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like in a well, weird... So oh, I'm sorry. You... No, go ahead. No, what you guys are experiencing, and I'm starting to experience this too, it's, it's um, in pro wrestling, they used to call this the rub. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, right, like when, when Macho Man first came in, <laughs> as an example, um, like I'm going way back, but like when Macho Man came in and he fought, you know, Hulk Hogan, even if he lost, People are like, oh, wow, Macho Man fought Hulk Hogan. He must be much more significant and important, mm-hmm. right? And then he got more popular. So I'm telling you, with you guys, it's happening with me now sometimes. People want to get the rub from you guys. Even yeah. if it's negative, it makes them, at the very least, feel or at least maybe seem a little more significant. Like, yeah. they're, like they're important. Yeah, I was, I was sort of sort of thinking about that because, like, and we're just being, like, in our age range, we're sort of, like, caught in the middle in terms of like this whole internet, Twitter, social media boom, where like I, obviously, I mean, I don't have any kids. You have you have kids. They're more, they've grown up with it, where it sort of developed and it evolved during our lifetime. Where it's like, let's say back in when we were growing up, let's say I just hate fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. What what can I do to express <laughs> yeah. my hate to Arnold Schwarzenegger? I can't do shit except handwrite a fucking letter <laughs> and mail it in my fucking mailbox, <laughs> and maybe he'll see it. Maybe he probably won't. Yeah. But now with Twitter, it's like, all right, I have a higher chance of him seeing some shit, even though it's it's really not getting to him indirectly or whatever. Maybe he'll see it, and maybe he'll just like respond and, and like fucking. Maybe he'll block me because could people get off on on just being blocked by celebrities and shit? Be like, that. yeah, it doesn't make sense to me either. But he's like, oh shit, yeah, I said some shit to him. And he he got pissed off or whatever. And he blocked me. People do it with like athletes all the time where they. They, oh yeah, you fucked up. You can't fucking pitch, or you you dropped that fucking <laughs> touchdown pass. Oh shit, he blocked me. Look look at this, and they'll retweet the the screenshot of the, them being blocked, which which then, makes no fucking sense. But then look at their lives. That's the thing is that their lives are they're almost always real fucked it, up. But they are attaching their significance to some dumb shit that that whatever athlete or celebrity spent a half a second just going block. Or whatever. They're like, oh that, shit, he seat me. That reminds me of like Voldemort feeding off fucking unicorns. You know what I mean? It's like your existence is so bad. Like that. That's what you get off on. That, like, that's how trolls work. I'd be like, if you want to impress me, take a screenshot of a restraining order or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Stop your fucking game. You don't want to just be blocked. You want to be like legally blocked. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's so Damn. different because I mean, obviously, with with how we're we've grown up and everything, where 
obviously we like we grew up during like the AOL prodigy. No, not talking about our, our yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, but with that internet thing where it's like, okay, I can sort of log off from from the internet and I won't be bothered by shit. Where like like uh, how it was mentioned before today where this shit will still go on like even if you log off from facebook or whatever and you're not seeing it they can still spread their their lies or yeah. or shit talking throughout the entire community or whatever your social network and everything so it's it's sort of different and it's interesting to see how people handle it but like like we've talked about before there there are plenty of ways and in, in there are successful ways to handle uh this ridiculous type of bullying yeah yeah, and and really, okay. So there's a new type of it's not new. I've classified because I had to um, a new way of looking at bullying or a new type of bullying. And it's not a new type; it's just a new way of looking at it. And I call it unintentional bullying. And what I mean by that is, you know, the bully does something to their target, and they intend they don't think it's a big deal. It's like a two or three on a scale of ten, but the bully receives it as an eight or a nine, right? That's what I see happening online, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, YouTube comments all the time. Someone says something, you know, especially when you look at um, bully side, where someone, you know, says or bullies someone online or in person or whatever, and, you know, someone unfortunately kills themselves, and when they interview the people, the bullies themselves, 99% of the time, you see crazy remorse. Mm-hmm. And they say, like, something like, we never knew we were affecting that person this way. We never knew that. We never would have done that much if we thought they were going to kill themselves. Like now, the dial it back, and that's what happens a lot online, um, even in person with bullying. We know we don't intentionally mean to hurt someone as bad as we sometimes do, but sometimes people take it that way. Well, that's, that's the problem is that I think people... When, when you're on the Internet, you're, it's anonymity, right? Because you, you, you can't see the reaction of the person, right? The only thing you can do is, is read normally their reaction and you lose context when it comes to text. And so I think for a lot of people that, that kind of puts their mind at a false ease. They don't think that they're affecting the person that much, that their words are, are going to affect them that much. But you know what? Words can hurt a lot of people. I mean, it, it takes, especially when you're an adolescent. I mean, you're you're going through basically it's almost like a goddamn mutation you you start off as like a caterpillar to a butterfly yeah and like all these fucking hormones are going crazy you don't know what the fuck's going on life is is kind of new you know can't control your emotions and then you have one asshole that's making your life like horrible and they don't, they don't even realize how horrible they're making it cuz you can't because you can't accurately communicate to this person how you're making how they're making you feel and i think that that's that's so bad and i think that you know that's one of the bad parts about the internet I mean, it, you know, the internet is great, but in some parts it, it's it's bad because people just have that that veil that they can just put over them and be like, oh, not affecting me. I'm just going to put all this bullshit, and you know, I got my little shield on with the internet, and they don't they don't right. see it. And then at the same time, the recipients sometimes, for whatever reason, don't realize that the 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 cyberbullying coming their way is completely insignificant, or it's coming from someone you know, who's like being cowardly or like someone who's not even worthy of their attention. Yeah. But because of like maybe low self-esteem or putting too much importance on their online profile, they're like, oh my God, I'm being attacked. Oh, this is horrible. I must be not good or whatever. So it's a, it's a two-way street to battle that. It's like one is you go to the who's being targeted 
And you have to help them understand the reality of the situation. Like, no, 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 you don't need to take this that seriously, right? Only a two out of ten. At the same time, you got to go towards the person, the, the cyber bully, the bully themselves, and say, look, you may not realize this, but you're really making things like life miserable for this person. Yeah. And that kind of brings me to my first chapter in the book, by the way, because the problem is we can find the bullies, but you got to get through to them. Yeah. And every bully has someone who will they'll give buy-in to. And I call that like the bigger shark theory. So if the bully's a shark, hmm. what's going to make a shark back off? Interesting. It's going to be a bigger shark. So the trick is to find that bigger shark who will be of influence to that bully, who can get through to that bully. It's kind of interesting that you mentioned that because like, I, I know in this day and age, like usually when kids are getting bullying, like there's usually not just a bully that's like, like bullying that kid. Like other people are kind of eagering them on, or they'll participate in the bullying himself. Or like, say if the if the if the kids get into a fight, there's always going to be somebody recording with their phones now and posting up and you know making fun of that kid too. And like that also adds to that kid's like anxiety of you know it's not even just this one person that doesn't like me. It's all these different people at school that don't like me. And so like usually that will end up with the person maybe taking them taking their lives or even moving or kind of like staying right. at home all the time and like they're getting like in different kind of trouble does your book cover like situations like that yeah absolutely so a lot of this is about you know having some foresight right saying like wow if i continue down this path this could get really really bad like you know it, and, and it kind of ties back to like you know think of that united incident how could they not think that pulling someone off a plane wouldn't be recorded. And if it was recorded, how could they think that it wouldn't have been gone, like, viral? It's true. Wait, right? Are... Because they didn't have the foresight to understand, like, wow, we pulled someone off a plane forcibly. People are going to record it. They're going to post it everywhere. They, right? They probably so, thought that um, the people actually turn off their cell phones when the flight attendants say to turn off your phones. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't push back yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they right? just didn't no, understand the media and the culture. That's exactly, that's my point. So if in doubt, like if you're not sure if this could like blow up in your face the wrong way, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's it. Now that comes back to parenting, right? And having parents saying like, hey, you know what? I'm thinking, and this is something I do with my kids that I try to do as much as I can. Is I say, okay, like, you know, we're all having dinner or whatever. I'm like, okay, to my kids, I'm like, all right, I need your advice. I need your help. Which really throws my kids. Like, Why does dad need our advice, right? And I'm like, okay, here's my situation. I don't know if I handled it well. So here's what happened. How do you think I should have handled it? And we literally talk about it. And now they feel like they can tell me. Now, the reason I do that is because then they feel like they can be open with me. Yeah. That's nice. How And if yeah. you don't mind me asking, how old are your kids? I mean, for me, because I didn't get a chance to meet you at, uh, at WonderCon. And then for the people listening, how old are your kids? Sure, I've got three, what feels like a thousand kids, <laughs> right? I've got an 11-year-old boy, Rex, who you guys met, and then I've got twins, a boy and a girl that are six. Because oh, awesome. I think that's a really, really good um, philosophy to, to just throw into parenting. To, to Even when you're at, having like dinner or whatever, just be like, all right, what do you think I should do? And I, That just like blows my mind because I, I, mean, I, I feel like I had a really good better than average childhood and I, I think that would be something that would be beneficial like growing up just in terms of like sort of mock handling adult situations like as a kid i think that would sort of be something to me it would help out like my critical thinking well i like, think back that in the day. a lot of kids they don't understand i mean I, I told my daughter this before i was like look the only reason why 
like I seem sort of smarter than you <laughs> is only because like I've been around longer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, right. Like I made I've mistakes been to, and yeah, yeah. All the, like I've made all the mistakes. The, all the all the advice that I give her, it's like it's through direct, you know, <laughs> yes. experiences in my life. So I'm like, when I tell you to do something, it's not because I'm trying to be an asshole. It's because like I've been there and I understand that if you go down this path, it's going to be bad. Yeah. So if you just listen to me. It'll be it'll be good because you you don't learn from my mistakes. Right, it's but be, I, it's much better than like why because I said so. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't like right, that, right. Know. Yeah, I, right. I just spent on the planet well, yeah, longer. That's you know, it. <laughs> it. It's interesting too. The, I get a lot of parents to come in, and you know, I sit down. I'll do an initial consulting session with their their kids, for example, and I'll give the kids some advice. We'll talk about you know what's going on and the actual bullying scenario, and they'll leave, and the parents will call me and say, you know, I told my kids. Exactly, almost word for word, what you said, and they didn't listen to me, but they happened to listen to you. And I said, "Yeah, because I have buy-in from them." Yeah. And the other reality is, we got sometimes as parents, we're like, "No, they should listen to us," but they might not. But there's someone near near them, a coach, uh, a teacher, you know, and an uncle, whomever it is, or some aunt, whatever it is, who they will listen to, who they will get buy-in into. And that's who's got to like do the communication. If we can't do it, we got to find someone who can. Yeah, yeah some it, the saying is true. Sometimes it takes a village. So, yeah. Yep. So yeah, exactly. How, what is I already kind of know the answer to this question. I'm kind of just setting you up. But how important is uh, self defense when it comes to uh, your anti bullying? It's hugely important. It's hugely important. So um, my whole stance on anti bullying is very aggressive. Not violent, but I'm saying very aggressive. The moment, like I'm, I like I, I tell people, you got to have a plan ahead of time. So you got to be proactive. And the worst thing is when you hear parents say, "I, I never, I just hope it never happens to my child." And I pull them aside and I said, "Yeah, it will, in some way, shape, or form." Right? They'll either possibly be bullied, like be the target, not necessarily the victim. They might unintentionally be the bully, or intentionally. Or they might be the bystander who records it or doesn't step up. Yeah. Or maybe they can't step. But some way, shape, or form, you're going to be affected by it. Yeah, so what, I guess, what martial art, or how would you... Sorry, back to self-defense. Yeah. So here's what I would say. I wouldn't say, I, like, uh, to me, like, I say MMA, but, um, you know, I'm for whatever works. Mm-hmm. So, so, right, like, my jujitsu, I'll teach, like, leg locks from stuff I learned in Sambo. But I use a jiu-jitsu methodology. My whole point is, if it works, I want to know how to use it. Mm-hmm. So if, when it comes to self-defense, especially for bullying, it's not so much the technique. It's knowing what words to say, right? Like, And, and so, for example, I had one case where this poor, um, really lovable kid in middle school kept getting um, beat up by this one kid who had, like, two followers. So it was, like, a group of three kids, but one kid would beat him up. And I said, okay, we sat down. And I said, okay, where is he hitting you? And no one had asked him that. They just automatically assumed they were punching him in the face. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any marks on his face. So they were hitting him in the body. I said, got it. So this kid's not really committed. He thinks that he can hit you in the body and you'll, he'll get what he needs. If he had hit you in the face, that means he's really trying to hurt you. That's just that's the fight psychology. Yeah. So I said, cool, here's what you're going to do. Here's your stance you're going to take, hands up, not in a funny, but like open. And you're going to take three steps back and say, look, man, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. So you're going to say it super loud because everyone will hear that. And when he gets too close, if he doesn't stop, then legally speaking, you're allowed to defend yourself. Right? That's the law. Yeah, when someone communicates they want to assault you and they have a previous history of assaulting you, 
they're coming at you again, you can hit them first, justifiably. So I taught him just a little bit of boxing. I told him how to do a jab and a cross, like a big one-two real quick. And I, he's like, well, what's going to happen after I hit him? I said, he's probably going to not hit you back. He might even drop. <laughs> so he's like, well, what do I do then? I said, you're going to run to the principal's office. <laughs> and you're going to tell him what happened. He's like, but I'm, I might get in trouble. I said, no, you, no, no, no. It's not that you might get in trouble. You will get in trouble. Yeah. But it's better to get in trouble and not be a victim yeah. and defend yourself justifiably than let the kid keep hitting you. Yeah. And the parents were there, and the parents were like, we agree 100%. <laughs> They're really cool parents. So the next day, the kid runs into martial arts school. He's like, I did it. I did it. And it's more important to plan. He knocked the kid in the face twice. Bam, bam. The kid dropped. The guy, you know, the guy who hit him walked to the principal's office, told it every, told it what happened. The principal's like, "Well, I'm going to have to give you some disciplinary action," but the principal's a wimp and didn't, you know, know what to do, so nothing really happened. And he's like, "Great!" And I'm like, "Cool, you're not done." Now this kid feels really bad, and I don't know if he wants payback or I don't know what's going to happen. So you're going to go to him tomorrow and say, "Hey, I'm sorry for cheap shotting you like that, but if I didn't hit you when you weren't expecting it." You know, you would have kept hitting me, and you hit really hard, and I just wanted to stop. So I said, "You got to play capable. You got to play to the ego too." Yeah. yeah not, so he did. They didn't become friends, but they they kind of respected each other. That's yeah. That's that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of makes me think of like the the art of war, where you you're, you kind of attack your opponents ahead of time. But it it also made me think of uh, if you if you ever read. Um, um, I'm in that book, Ender's Game. In the very first chapter, there's a scene, or there's a part where he, the kid's getting bullied. Like he's like five or six, and like t- like ten year olds and ten or eleven year olds are bullying him. So what he did is he stayed after school, like not after school. He didn't go to school, and he just waited in his alley and waited for the kids to come by. And right when the the bully came by, he just jumped out, and started whooping his ass. And his whole <laughs> his whole purpose behind that was to let the bully know, like you know, he wanted he wanted to beat him up so badly that he wouldn't want to mess with him again because he knows like what he's capable of but with with self with with the story that you told like the kid actually defended himself it wasn't just like he was trying to like end the bully but like he was able to like you know not come up with another situation but he's able to protect himself and, and let the bully know like hey you can't keep picking on me like i'm gonna defend myself and like i, I know how to fight myself and like i'm not gonna be that weakling that you think i am right hey, well here's the other thing too he was that. That was one of the schools that I had mentioned earlier that had put out this ruling of some sort that if you are caught fighting or even fighting back, you will be suspended. Yeah, so a lot of kids bullshit. were too afraid. Yeah, they were really afraid of the suspension. They were too afraid to fight back. So they were allowing themselves to become, you know, victims. And what do you think happens to an eleven or twelve year old? You know, if they have a victim mentality. When they're like thirty-five or twenty-five, yeah, you get society that we have today. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> so, what would you say is the best type of like um, self-defense classes that a kid can take? Like, there, I mean, there's, there's boxing, there's wrestling, there's jujitsu, there's karate, there's makugra, there's Krav Maga. What'd you say? Makugra. You call it crawfish fried rice or something? Did he get out some? Dude, like, I'll talk about I'll talk about that card game. Baccarat? Anyway, James. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, we're we're thinking along the same lines. Um the reality is it it, it completely depends on the instructor. You know, I I've been doing martial arts for like now for over twenty years. And 
you know, I, I used to think, well, if it's not jujitsu, then it's not good. Then I used to think if it's not MMA, then it's not good. Then if I thought if it's not a combative system of some type, and it got really big in what's called reality-based self-defense, you know, and that's, that's where Krav Maga fits in, and there's also crazy other systems out there, too. And I do, like, lots of weapons work, the whole thing. I mean, I went nuts with this stuff. And you know what I realized? The best self-defense is the type where you understand when to hit, how to hit, right? And how to stay in control of the situation. And you know what to say for the situation. So that's up to the instructor to say, okay, cool. We're going to, we're going to go over all of these scenarios, which is what I have my instructors do. Right now, with that being said, I think he needs to know how to wrestle to take someone down and control them. I think, you know, you have to know how to hit someone. I think you have to know how to get someone off of you in case you get jumped. Right. And I think you have to know how to, you know, say the right things when it comes time to defend yourself to hopefully defuse the situation. Yeah, I think, uh, well, especially I'm just going to speak from the jiu-jitsu perspective is that I see a lot of jiu-jitsu places that don't focus enough on self-defense and they focus more on kind of more sport. of the sport jiu-jitsu side. Yeah, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, sport jiu-jitsu will still save your ass, but it's also not realistic as far as, like, taking a shot. You know what I mean? So when, when I go... And, uh, you know, when I train and when I, when I roll, it's like I'm always aware that, hey, some of these things that I'm doing, I'm very open to getting punched in the fucking face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. I, I don't think enough people really understand that. It's like, hey, you know, I, I think full guard is, is, is great. But, like, I do a lot of, like, lockdown and half guard work where I'm, like, I'm susceptible to getting hit with at least one or two punches while I'm in transition. But I think a lot of people, they don't even – that doesn't even enter their mind. They just think that, oh, well, you know, I do jiu-jitsu and – this is going to defend me from everything, but it, it's not really going to unless you're unless you're really training on getting hit while you're you know doing jujitsu, and that that's when the other martial arts kind of come in. But even not even just the other, I, I guess just some of the things that in America have kind of strayed away from the jujitsu roots of where it was basically a self defense system, and now it becomes more into a sports system. Which I mean, it's it's good and it's bad. I mean, it's great for you know money. <laughs> but it's sure. but it's bad for so the know. little the little money that's there for professional jujitsu players. Yeah, yeah, and you have to be like super, super fucking high level to get paid off of jujitsu. To, to be honest, um, yeah, yeah. No, it, look, um, it, I, and I don't want to put down anyone in martial arts or any of that kind of stuff, but I, I can tell you, like, when someone comes to me and says, "I live the jujitsu lifestyle," that I can almost guarantee they don't have a career. Ooh. That they may be sleeping on someone's couch. Yeah, yeah. Ouch. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that. What I, I can't tell you how many people have come to me, came into my martial arts school. They're like, you know, I'll do my Brazilian accent. Oh, you know, I'm the fourth degree of black belt. You should have me in for a seminar. And you know, you give me three thousand dollars, and I teach you know about three hours, and then I then I leave. Yeah. And I remember saying to like one guy who was super high level, he's still pissed off at me. And I said, look, no one is actually asking for a seminar with you. Right, and he's yeah. like, "What? People don't want jujitsu." And I'm like, "No, it's, you know, my whole point is jujitsu is great, but it's a component of self defense." And I'm a third degree black belt in jujitsu, so it's not like I'm kind of doing this. I mean, I'm doing it all the time. But the reality is, especially for self defense, you know, <laughs> if someone pulls a knife, I still don't think jujitsu is the right system to learn for knife defense or gun defense yeah. or multiple opponents. Right? I think yeah. it's great for one on one and controlling that person. What would happen, and I don't want to get overly technical, 
What happens if you fight someone and you put them in an arm bar and you break their arm? Is it guaranteed automatically they're going to get up and say, hey, you broke my arm. I'm really sorry for fighting with you, but um, <laughs> you win. Okay, see you later. Yeah. You know, you see people getting their arms broken. They're like still game to fight. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, self-defense has to be, it's not about systems. It's about having the right tools for anti-bullying. Would you also say that bully should also, like, try to do some kind of self-defense class, too? Because I, I feel like, you know, doing jiu-jitsu yes. would help with, like, relieving <laughs> aggression and, you know, also learning, like, you know, you can you can hurt somebody, but you could also be hurt, too. Yeah, it's a great way to check your ego. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and this actually brings me to another point. Um, part of what we do, and it's in the book, too, we rehab the bully, right? What's the best way... To like absolutely destroy your enemy, it's to make them kill your his friend. mom. Oh, <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that's what Carmen did. Thinking, like with like a brick to the head, you know, poison. <laughs> yeah, that all works too. But you know, if you can make him your friend, so we had this one guy who was in our martial arts school, and he was great in school, but he was still bullying people outside of it. And the instructors wanted to kick him out. And what I saw with this bully was that actually, you know, people listened to him and people kind of followed his lead. It was really weird. So, you know, I played the chief instructor role, and I'm like, I need to talk to you right now. He's like, yes, sir. So I pulled him onto the mat, and I said, you know, I notice people are watching you. I notice people listen to what you have to say. And he's like, yes, sir. And I said, you know what? Some people think you should be kicked out of the school. And he's like, no, sir, I don't want that. And I said, yeah, me neither. I said, how about um, you become, you join our instructor program? Oh, and he was looking at me like, what the hell did you just say? Because he thought he was going to get in trouble. And I said, yeah, because like, you got leadership qualities. You're really smart. Uh, people listen to me, listen to you, and you can you know how to organize people. What if you became like an assistant instructor? And he was like, "Yes, sir." And it's weird, but from that moment forward, he turned everything around. That's not bad. Cool. You take Doctor Doom and turn him into Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was an, he was an alpha and didn't know it. That's yeah, the, yeah that, right. that was a problem. <laughs> it's kind of funny. To yeah, me. like. I was gonna say it's funny that you mentioned it because like I have a friend who who had a DUI and um, he like. The, the DUI class that you take, if you get another DUI, they, they automatically kick you out. Like, that's it. Like, they don't want to speak to you again. But I, that's not solving the problem. Like, you know, this person still has this, this person has a problem. Like, you have to be able to, like, work on that problem. And you can't just, like, kind of let him go to the wind. But, like, taking a bully and, like, educating him and making him know, like, like what issues he's, that he's still causing other people pain, it's really helpful, in my opinion. Well, a lot of bullies, you know... They don't get validation, right? And everyone wants to be validated. Everyone wants to feel like they're important, they're significant. And that's one of the major reasons that bullies lash out and, like, do what they do. So if you give it to them justifiably but then structure it and say, here, you're going to get validation and you're going to get it by doing really positive things. It's funny how they'll stop what they're doing. We, we, we created a year-long anti-bully program. And we, and that was kind of like the base of rehabbing the bully and having like the bigger sharks and the whole thing. It was at Santa Maria High School in Santa Maria, obviously. And the, I talked with uh, the person who implemented the program. It was kind of mind-blowing. He said, we've reduced bullying by 80% from last year. Damn. Yeah, just by doing all of these things. And they're not, it's not like rocket science. It's just really common sense, easy to implement stuff. And he said, everyone who was caught bullying went through a rehab program and has now joined the program. Nice. To, like, stand up for people being bullied. It's, 
it, yeah, you, it's, yeah, I think most of the time you can turn a bully around. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the times when you see a bad kid, they they treat them like they're like the worst person on the planet, and, and they don't try to rehab them at all. It's the same thing that happens to our uh, our prison system. Like I think that there's not enough Bingo. emphasis on rehabilitation; it's just on punishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where look, if, if you suspend or even expel a bully, what does that really do to the bully? I mean, they're not really going to. Yeah, it doesn't change them at all. They they don't understand what they did was wrong, really. Because I mean, at some point, they they kind of know what they're doing is wrong, but. The consequence is it doesn't really matter to them. You know what I mean? Like a couple of days suspension or even expulsion is not really hammering at home to them. You know what I mean? No. By the way, um, there was a really cool study done. Uh, they found that at least ninety five percent of all prison inmates were bullies at one time. Oh, for sure. I, that's uh, not it sounds obvious, but it's it, nice. it's, I'm like, wow, that's kind of mind blowing. Of course. Yeah, yeah, and and the prison system is, is is totally not equipped to rehab. It used to be a, be about rehabilitation, but it's totally not now. I mean, they just they throw them in a in a cage and they don't do anything yeah. to make them better. And it's that, that's a it's a travesty to me. But uh, but it's also it has to do with money. I mean, if they get more people in the prisons in a privatized system now, yeah. they get to make more money, which yeah, exactly. is fucked up. Louisiana is king of that. Shit. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Guys, I, I forgot what the words were, but bananas, uh, chocolate, got it right. Chocolate <laughs> bananas. Um, I just I wanted to tell you two things before I left. First of all, love your show. You guys are amazing. Um, Rex, my son, was like, those guys are really cool, and I got to tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, you guys, on top of being like just having a great show and great at what you do, you're like really classy. You know, <laughs> oh, and, and what I the fuck are you talking about? You guys, treated my son. That's because Prodigy's not right here next to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, well, you're you're, you're kind of classic. Eighty percent. Um, yeah, we'll take it. But the other thing is, I've been working uh, with a website called socialworkhelper.com, and I did some coverage of WonderCon for them and wrote a couple of articles. Um, I did an article on, uh, you know, if you've ever been bullied, you need to go to WonderCon. Right, and I talked about why it was such a great environment. You know, you could listen. I'm a nerd, and I wish when I was like a little kid and getting bullied and beat up, I could have gone to WonderCon. I would have felt so much better about awesome. myself. Oh yeah, and there was I tears. mentioned you guys in the article and oh, your wow. show, and you know, and how you guys you know showed class and the whole thing. Anyway, so yeah, love you guys. You guys are awesome and. Um, keep doing what you're doing. We right. definitely, Thank you, James. yeah, definitely appreciate that. Uh, get what, one one last time. Give a uh, let us let our, all our listeners know the name of your book and where we where uh, people can pick that up at. Sure, uh, the name of the book is The Renegade's Guide to Stopping Bullies. It's available on Amazon, and uh, if you ever have any anti-bully issues, find me on Twitter at James Gazzy, and uh, love to help you out. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, James. And it was great meeting you Appreciate in person. That. And yeah. we had a pretty in-depth conversation. And we're still nice. trying to implement some of the stuff that, that you had mentioned uh, in our conversations. Kind of secret, yeah. but yeah. Let <laughs> us know when you come up to the Bay and we uh, get some beers together and hang out. Love it. Sounds like a plan. Perfect. All right. Take it easy, James. See Have you, a James. good day. Cool. Take care, guys. Yep. Bye, James. Bye. Take care. Bye. Oh man, that was really awesome. That was pretty awesome. That was yeah. very awesome. He's always insightful. He stroked our ego or, or nah? Yeah, he was. We were uh, supposed to big. We were supposed to like give him props and stuff. He was giving us props. That he's a great, weird. great dude. Yeah, yeah you know he's, I mean? no, he's very, very cool. in depth and insightful on a lot of stuff. See, Stitch, you didn't see him. This dude's really tall. Yeah, he's like, like six hundred feet tall. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's not even that tall. He's like he's, like, he's a big guy. Yeah, he's, he's not fat, dude. but he's like a big guy. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like he's super stocky. Like he's got big shoulders. Like you wouldn't slap. You wouldn't slap. I'm short. 
I, yeah. Because I'm, yeah, I'm sh- he's height wise, it would, it goes Prodigy, Blue. He's taller than all of us. Chronos. Yeah, he's he's taller, taller than okay. all of us. All he's of at least us. like six three. He's six. Okay. He's like gotcha. six five, yeah, minimum. But he's a cool guy. When we talk yeah, to him, cool. his son was really cool. Uh, yeah, the guy knows what he's talking about. So if you've it's ever awesome. seen him speak speak or whatnot uh, about him talking about bullying, you'd be like, um, "This guy's never been bullied in his life." But then if you you know listen to him talk and about his book, it it can happen to anyone. Yeah, you know, it'd be interesting to do a panel on bullying. 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 We would. We, that we would, would be something. To, we, would, we would have to have James. Yeah, yeah. we'd yeah. have to have James. There's no way. Wouldn't be comfortable doing it without him. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be weird. We'd be like, uh, yeah, we got our asses kicked. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I got my asking too. Yeah. We could do that on uh, see if we can come up for San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah, because yeah. he would have legit. he'd have some months to plan. So we'll have yeah. to talk about that when we have our next board meeting. Sounds good. He, he gave a lot of uh, really insightful, um, I guess, thoughts on our podcast and the future of our podcast and stuff. And it, it was really cool. And I, I would love to, to give back to that guy in any way that we can. If we could do a panel, if he can make it, yeah, that'd be great. Forgot to tell him that his biggest hater was in the Infinity Vault. Well, yeah, I, can't <laughs> I was going to tell him about this shit, but we were having a like, conversation that wasn't really conducive to like yeah. talking shit. It would so. have been yeah. weird, but it was pretty, pretty funny. Shout Ooh. out, shout out to Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, oh. Kevin, from Com- <laughs> Kevin from Comic News is in the Infinity oh, yeah. Vault tonight. Yeah, thanks, uh, Kevin. Too, you also gave a donation. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your donation. We really I mean, appreciate it. I saw it come up, and I was like, ah, yeah. oh, the conversation. Is the conversation. Yeah, it would have been weird. To, like, I think Malha donated again. He Malha did. Yeah, yeah. No, we, yeah. I think we again. Yeah. He was the first one oh, to donate, but he, but we already Cronus already nice. gave him a shout out. It's like every week, thank every you. Every week, yeah. yeah. Wow. He's always That's our super fan. So yeah, I need to fly out to Denver. Yeah, buy that man a beer. Yeah. Uh, Prodigy met up with him. Buy him some pot. I'm talking about they don't even uh, have beer. Uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of pot and Colorado, apparently this week they're opening their very the country's first drive-through marijuana shop. The fuck? That's well, I guess they have like places. Yeah, in Louisiana. yeah no, you but drive through. Yeah, they got drive through daiquiris. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not drive through. It was weed. a block away from my house. It was <laughs> way worse for you to drive. Like when you get high and drive, like you care for fuck. <laughs> you get drunk and drive. You're like, I could yeah. drive this car thousand dollars. I'm in the fate of the furious. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it, it's funny because oh, so tomorrow, bad. tomorrow's four twenty, and San Francisco's oh, actually sponsoring their first oh, yeah. four twenty event up at Hippie Hill, which is fucking ridiculous. Which is kind of illegal too, in a way. For, uh, for a, no, for a city to sponsor like well, well it's recreationally legal, and it's up to the city on where you yeah. can smoke and where you can't. Smoke. Yeah, because if you leave the zone, plus there's also what is it, WeedCon, which they yeah. travels through the bay, yeah. where you're able to smoke as long as you're at. All the they bay. can pretty much hit you with is just littering violations at this point. And, and, and <laughs> Unless the, the federal federalities get up in there and try to fuck with your shit. Uh, if the DEA, yeah, yeah, but they're trying like to be that Fifth much. Fifth Amendment type you know, shit, state you know, government. What's, what's fucked up is that we had James on, but all, we didn't get a chance to talk about comics or nothing. No, we didn't. <laughs> he's a huge comic fan. Oh, yeah. He knows the fuck he's talking oh, about. So if you follow James on t- Twitter, he has the greatest like tweets when it comes to like comics and especially uh, cartoons yeah, or animation. Yeah. Oh, his yeah. comments, his tweets are fucking off. He gets like crazy conversations going based on shit that he's watching and it's awesome speaking of awesome guests uh if y'all didn't know i don't know how the fuck you didn't know but we had ernie hudson on ernie that's right motherfucking ernie hudson. hudson was on the podcast a couple days ago motherfucking legend ghostbuster yeah it was an s-class interview he's also on a show called apb that comes on after 24 legacy on Monday Mondays, yeah. or after Central, eight Central, yeah. after Gotham, because Gotham returns next Monday. Oh, so yeah, yeah, ABB ends Monday. Yeah, Monday. Oh, yeah. It's a good show. It's a good ass yeah. show. It's a good show. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's very blue. Though. It's very who? Yeah, it's very bluish. It, like it, I sort of thought when I was watching it around me of like if Tony Stark like just took over a police department. Yeah, that's literally that's exactly the show. Yeah. Right. So like one of my uh, I had a question on on there for for Ernie that I asked you know because he voiced Lucius Fox in Batman Bad Blood. Yes, yeah, he did. And I had to ask him. I was gonna. I wanted to ask him like you know do you feel that. If Bruce Wayne, instead of becoming Batman, actually took his money and helped, like, Gotham Police Department improve their system. Like, if they gave the police department the tech that Batman used, yeah. if Gotham would be a better fucking city. So it'd basically be, like, an army of Batman. Essentially, that's, yeah. yeah. Essentially, so that's basically what, what I feel APB is. It's yeah. Guy who, want, who could be Batman decide, you know what, I'm going to make yeah. my Batman police force yeah. handle chicago he, i mean he lost his best friend mm-hmm. uh at, at that uh liquor store shooting and everything so it, not to give too much away what goes on the spoil in the uh the right. pilot episode but right. it's it's a real and i i it's, like it, it's on month. hulu and everything i mean i was late to it but it's a really good easy to. watch to uh check it out and you'll get hooked instantly it's not one of those yeah, things right. like oh you gotta watch three or four episodes to understand what's going on it's like episode one boom you understand what's going on and it's just wheels to the ground it's it's really easy to watch it's it's a fun show and uh, like i said it's tony stark or bruce wayne decides to invest his money into a police department and uh handle handle what's going on in the city of chicago which obviously needs a lot of it which is relevant to what's going on today and uh try to say handle the problems the show really needs your support right now because they don't know if they're gonna get a season two right now so uh, definitely check out the show, uh, mm-hmm. but also I mean if, if you like the show, watch them all, and I, there should be a petition or something like that, or you got to email Fox or some shit like that. But uh, definitely, yeah. they, they, it's up in the air right now whether or not they. What's the name of the, the girl cop? Uh, on the uh, show, actually, she's, she's, on the she's, show, she's Murphy. Yeah. 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 Do you know her? Her name is uh, like, her her actual name? No, I don't know. We can figure it out. She's, I, she's really good eye candy. But I feel like the show is a spiritual successor to one of Fox's cancel show, which was uh, Almost Human. Almost Human was fucking great. Yeah. So it, it has that same kind of intensity and it has that same kind of feel. Natalie but, Martinez. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. her first name was Amelia in the show? I didn't even know that. They always call her Murphy. They always yeah, call Murphy. her Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like her name is like a, an homage to um, uh, Alex Murphy from you know, RoboCop. You thinking too, like RoboCop. Yeah, because uh, if you look, yeah, their true. uniforms are almost pretty similar to the, right. uh, was it, OCP cops? Yeah. yeah. It's super but, similar. Even uh, though it takes place in Detroit yeah, and they're in Chi-Town. Place in Detroit. But I was like, oh. Yeah, that, shot. that curvature. She's, yeah, she's for those of you who are listening and not back, able almost to watch, goes up to her shoulder. We're looking. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at a picture of the actress who plays uh, Detective Murphy on APB, and she's badass too. Like, like I like how she like he wants to use technology to solve crime. She's like, no, we you got sometimes you got to do it the old school way. Yeah, it's, it's a blend of both between old school like knocking on doors mm-hmm. footwork and he wants to just sort of be like all tech app, so, use this app and, and technology in a recent episode they actually reach out to a guy who's known for doing crimes or like selling drugs to find uh, yeah, he's a gang leader yeah he's a gang leader and they actually reach out to him to help them find like a guy who's in happened to be in that area like he was a serial rapist and like the guy was like you know what if i find this guy y'all got something to worry about yeah I'll, street I'll justice it. Yeah, yeah it was all about street justice so it was a race it was the the cops versus the gang trying mm-hmm. to find this one dude, and they were trying to find a compromise for them to work together. And it was a it was a pretty interesting episode. Yeah, next next week's episode should be interesting as well. Yeah, it'd be the season finale next week. 
Yeah, I'm actually really, I powered through like because I you can watch the show on uh, Fox now, but I think you need a cable subscription uh, in order to watch it. But still, either way, you can still watch it like on the go or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, definitely cool. check out the interview though. Um, Ernie was cool as fuck. Uh, Edwin. Yeah, it was yeah. so it, it was he's the dude was smooth. All right, mm. he was like he was smooth as fuck in the interview. He's, OG. he's just OG smooth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like talking to your rich uncle that everyone keeps talking about, but you never met. And then you finally meet him, and you kept calling him sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't help but be polite to yeah, him. We yeah, we had to. We, it was like, well, do we go dank or nah? I was nah. like, nah, sorry, uncle. Nah. Sorry, uncle. It's uncle hard to reach through the fucking microphone. <laughs> <and choke laughs> <you out. laughs> it's hard to believe that the guy is 71 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, he seemed like maybe late, maybe mid to late 40s, like, as far as, like, how he looks. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even how his manner, like, even the way he talks. <laughs> yeah. You know I like, I mean? I like, it was funny when you guys had asked him, like, um, Something about, like, how... I think Prodigy had asked him, like, how do you stay looking so good and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And he said something like, it 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 works out when you when you look old when you were young or something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hella funny. Oh, man. Yeah, I was going to ask him uh, where the Lazarus pit at. I yeah, right. He, he said, said he was blessed. Yeah, he did. He so. sure did, but check yep. out our interview. It was pretty great. Like, unfortunately, I wasn't on the podcast, but, like, going back and listening to it, like, it was... It was real fun, like to be able to, to hear him, and I, I kept wanting to ask questions, but since I wasn't there, I, I couldn't. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, yeah he was. I, I, I like every movie or show he's been in. He's like a really good actor. Like he, he's, yeah. he's really cool and down to earth. He has a huge resume Humongous. of work, yeah. and uh, like when we talked about the work that he's doing now at his age. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, he's doing three shows at once. Yeah. At the, once, the uh, best way for me to put it is he has a, he's a really good screen point. presence. Like when you see him on screen, it, it it doesn't even matter if he's talking or not. You just you you just see him, and you're just like, oh shit, it's Ernie Hudson, yeah, or whatever. It, it just sort of sticks out in your mind. He he could not even talk if he didn't want to, and you just be like, oh shit, this is legitimate, just because he's there. Yeah, it was it was a great interview. The legend. Um, yeah, it was just weird not to be able to be dank, but worked out. Yeah, it wasn't um, that weird. I mean, I, I thought we, we well asked, compared compared to our other guests because even oh, Ted yeah. Raimi. Ted Raimi took it there, even though we didn't we didn't well, say nothing. Yeah. He took it there. We just went there with him. Yeah. With Ernie, we was like, "Yes, yeah. sir. Sorry, sir." <laughs> I, I I just think it in terms of like just legacy type shit. I think I I just think it sort of shows. I guess not to toot our own horn, where the come up and come, come up with things would come. Yeah, yeah that we've sort of done to even be able to like conversate with him. Yeah, it's been a... To think that what the... Like, we were just in a fucking Google chat group just talking about, like, yeah, we should make a fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah sounds like a good idea. All right, we're going to get on it. Prodigy, you brought the wrong fucking mic. Yeah. Then next thing we know, two no, years later, me. we're talking to fucking brought, Ernie Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> no, I brought the wrong mic. No, both of you guys. Both of you clowns. I was like, I'm waiting until Cardo says what to do, because I don't know what... U- USB R blah 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 blah. I was like oh, XLR. Yeah. yeah, tell me what to buy. I'll buy it. And then to have like somebody on that like level of prestige and everything, not to like say like uh, any of our other guests were like beneath that. Because even time we, anytime we talk to a celebrity, I'm just like, how the fuck did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Like whenever you come, whenever you're about to talk to a celebrity, my heart is, is raising like a mile a minute. I'm like, oh, don't fuck this up. Don't say something stupid. Blah, blah, blah. Once, <laughs> once they get on, once we, because before we actually even do the podcast, like we actually talk with the celebrity and just that simple little conversation with them. It's like, we instantly made a friend. Like it, everything yeah. is so yeah. chill after that, I especially think... when it comes to Dominique Tipper. Oh, oh yeah. Actually, well, that's I think like when Dominique Provost Shockley, like to have her 
rush in her little like tight dress and her high heels run over to me and give me a huge hug thanking me for the gift that we you gave lying. her. You lying. That shit Use this bag. You don't got to lie to fucking kick it. Yeah, it was, just, <laughs> it was just crazy because she remembered who we were. She remembered the interview and she came on. You know, I got to meet the whole cast of Winona Earp and it was just great because they knew, like her and Shamir knew exactly who we were. And they were like, you know, thank you for our gifts. They were really appreciative and it, it was just great. It was just crazy. It's good. They're good, good people. Like I, I, th- I still think. I remember the f- the first night we did was with uh, W. Kamau w. Kamau Bell. Yeah. yeah. That was the first interview, and that was that. Like it was weird. If, I remember everything I did that day. I was yeah. just like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a good ass interview, and he trolled us. It was so great. Yeah, was, like, he trolled us good. Oh, so great. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's get back on with the podcast instead of like jerking jerking each other jerking each other off. God dang. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, let's go to. Uh, I'm not even saying R.I.P., but somebody fucking died who was an asshole. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say, like... Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. yeah. Somebody put some crazy shit. Somebody, crazy somebody shit. put R.I.P. in the fucking... On the list, and I, I struck that shit out. <laughs> hey, I was going to say, is that, I, like, messed up the printer fuck up? Or nope. I'll put that shit in there. I said a murderer committed suicide, and that's what yeah. happened. Yeah. Fuck him. He just... We, the only reason we know him is because he played football. Yeah. yeah. And he's a murderer. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, he's not just one... He didn't murder, like, one person. He had, like, multiple counts yeah. of murder. And he, was, he actually He got was already a, serving he, a life sentence for, for the murder, murder of, like, Odin Lloyd yeah. back in, like, 2012, 2013-ish. Yeah, 2012, 20... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was a legitimate football athlete. I've had him in many fantasy football teams back in the day or whatever. He was... He was the Patriots tight end before fucking Gronkowski got there. He yeah. was legit. Like so he was a, twenty years old when he got drafted to the Patriots. They they said they the, the way I saw it was the best tweet I saw. Someone posted it was like twenty years old drafted at the by the Patriots. Twenty two contract for forty four million dollars. Mm-hmm. Twenty six doing uh, guilty of life life uh, life in jail. Twenty seven dead or whatever. Just this is, this fucking is, unbelievable. And, like, when you look at it, like, in that, like, aspect of things, like, wow. Like, you can make some crazy fucked up decisions and completely go from one end of the planet mm-hmm. to a complete different other. And it's it's all on him not to say, like, it's some sort of... It's a tragedy for those that he... For who he murdered and everything. And maybe it's for his parents and stuff like that. For, like, the people that were close to him that maybe they feel like they could have done something to help set him on a, on a better path. No, this but, isn't the guy that's married or dating don't Olivia Munn, right? Don't you God damn it. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> no, <laughs> God damn it. That's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, man. <laughs> but, um, took it yeah. there. But, um, oh, Watch out, Olivia. Oh, they broke up, so yeah, it, break it, up. it was just absolute bananas, and I mean, there's so many questions, and especially on today, like, I woke up and I saw the news, Kronos told me about it, but today was the day the Patriots, because they won the Super Bowl, were going to the White House it's Patriot Day in New England or whatever. And, uh, I mean, with Tom Brady selectively not going to the White House, it was just, like, completely all New England pa- New England Patriot news in terms of everything everything that was going on. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. This guy's a fucking coward. It's just crazy. That, like, he literally threw away a promising career in the NFL. $40 million. I, look, if you're gone. a goddamn millionaire and you want somebody dead, why the fuck would you do it yourself? He... Supposedly, and I mean, I'm we'll, just saying. we'll find out details about it. He had some like heavy gang ties, like back oh, in his sure. college days, Fuck back in like shit. Florida or whatever. He just was too stupid to realize, okay, I have a paycheck now, so I need to just separate Stop. myself from the thug life. <laughs> Look, and he just couldn't for uh, for some stupid fucking reason. I don't make anywhere near the fuck he made. 
There is no goddamn way a gang's gonna be like, hey, I need you to do. Fuck you, I'm fucking rich, bitch. Like, even yeah. at this point in my life, I'm like, I make way too much money to get caught up in some fucking yeah. stupid ass bullshit color war. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? Color war. Colors. He should, like, take a page out of, like, a lot of the rappers who go from, from gangster thugs to rappers. Like, they yeah. kind of leave that life behind. They, they, they. Play with the idea that they're still in the thug life, but they're just no, you just have people that you can't it. rap if yeah, you've been rapping for like twenty years. You. you can't rap about being a gangster yeah, anymore. Not, when not you got like fifteen, too- fifty. Uh, Rolls Royces in your driveway. Yeah. 11. Yeah, not to spend too much time on this asshole, but it's gonna be interesting you. to see the news that comes out because like he's a let's say he's just six foot four or whatever. He's, he's, a, six, he's two. A, six two. He's, yeah. a, he's I mean he's a huge massive person or whatever, and hanging yourself in a cell is. Not an easy task and everything, especially if like you didn't have a bunk mate and everything. So there's no bunk bands. So like, I'm curious on like, well, not to be all morbid about it, but like, how did how do you pull that shit off and everything? Because some people are like, yeah, because I mean, we've all seen The Wire and Oz and it and everything like that. Yeah, <laughs> so well, they're saying that they the door his room door was blocked on the opposite side like they had to like use force to get inside but then again like it could have been an inside thing too so uh, yeah uh, and it, it seems so weird because literally like earlier this week he got he was found not guilty of, of the two murders of the two murders because he was on trial for three murders the one he got guilty of was like two years ago so he was on trial for like the other one and he like got life. he was like not guilty so okay you're not guilty of your second life sentence I can't take it anymore. I'm gonna kill myself. So that seemed a little bit weird. <laughs> a little weird, yeah. But yeah. I, timing's not a little not Ill. to say I'm, I'm fucking heartbroken about well, it. You don't it know what happened to him in jail. He might have he might have gotten raped every fucking day. Uh, yeah. speaking, of, yeah. speaking of rape, I just watched the episode of Boondocks with the fucking booty warriors. Uh, oh, I saw that this morning. That episode is, it is so it is funny. Hilarious. That's a real dude. Yeah. yeah. So the funniest Jason thing Flight, is to please, watch watch his interview with on Dateline. Oh yeah, you and it's it on almost YouTube. word for word yeah. in that episode. They do that for more than just him too. It's also yeah, the, the little kid. kid. Yeah, that was yeah. creepy though. There's a few other ones too, and also that that one uh, Reverend. Who his fucking name? The Re- is that the the pause one with the Tyler Perry? No, not the pause, no homo. But also those. There was one uh, about they didn't know who the fuck Barack Obama was. That was the DMX quote. DMX didn't know who the fuck Barack Obama was when, like before he got elected. I remember the nobody was president. He didn't uh, know who the fuck he was. That must have been the one where they was that the one they kept asking Huey about how he felt about Obama and he wouldn't answer. No, no, no. They were asking it was was a gangsta delicious or something like that. Yeah, yeah. gangsta delicious. Who the fuck's Barack Obama? His name was a Brock. That's the president. <laughs> and he was like, that's, there were direct quotes from what DMX had said. Wow. Uh, no, the be- I think one of the best is the Dick Riding Obama video. Oh yeah, with yeah. George Clooney dancing and shit. That yeah. shit's fucking. So people thought black people thought all their problems would be gone. Yeah, where'd they go? Fucking nowhere. Yeah, y'all tripping. Yeah. Solve no problems. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, that was the greatest thing about that episode because they highlight that like. Just because mm. Barack's in the in the office doesn't mean all your problems going to go away. Mm. Nope. And they they literally had a scene where people were like, "Obama save us!" And yeah. it, was like, yeah. it was so fucking. Well, I mean, they get fucking beaten. <laughs> I already knew like from the get go that they kept saying he was the first black president, but the guy's mixed. And there's nothing wrong with saying that he's mixed. He's yeah. a mi- he's mixed guy that was he was um, raised by somebody who was white. So, so if that, you that, in that's a white America, I'm not saying that's bad. No, yeah. but if you if you ain't white, you're black. But that's that's. A, but even black people were saying that they were like, uh, "Oh, he's first bad. black president," but he's he's mixed. Like he's literally half and half. Yeah. Well. Well. So no. we talk. Let's get on to one more depressing news: the uh, infamous Facebook killer. Wasn't I didn't pay any attention to this. So there's a. Yeah, this happened in Ohio. It started out Fuck in Ohio, Ohio, where this uh, 
This guy, uh, Steve. The fuck we recorded live? Oh, shit. Steve Stevens. <laughs> St- Steven Steve Stevens. Stevens. Does he deserve a name? Yeah, something. Anyway. He's an asshole. Facebook so he, he went on Facebook Live, went up to an elderly man in the park, and he's depressed over his wife, girlfriend, or whatnot, and he, he tells this guy to say her name. And the old man does, and he says that uh, this is she's the reason this is happening to you, and he shoots him. So it was like almost like some Fight Club shit where you just find some random person and start beating him up. Kind of, except oh, he shot him. him. Yeah. But apparently he he was at large for about a day and a half or whatnot. But he was like he posted a manifesto on Instagram, which I read about. I, I guess the woman he was married to, she served in divorce papers. She may or may not have cheated or whatnot. He hints at it, but. You know, Damn. he just went on some kind of weird tirade. They couldn't find him, and then yesterday they found that he shot himself in Pennsylvania. Hey, no, he got shot, and then he killed himself. He got shot, and then yeah, that's, well, what, I, that's what I read. So yeah, I, 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 I already shot. I, I just knew they were they located him, and they were like either in like short pursuit of him. But I, no. I did. I once I saw he was dead, I was like, all right. I did hear that uh, McDonald's. Some employees at McDonald's try to like keep they were them, stalling they try to stall him, them, right? Yeah. Like they were like, "Hey, you know, we're still working on your fries. You know, wait a minute, we'll, we'll bring them out." And I guess they're waiting for the police to come. It's but stupid. Look, uh, I went through a pretty shitty divorce, and I wouldn't think about killing somebody else. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> That's wow. awesome. Next topic. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked up on that, but let's move on. Let's move on quickly. Court. Hey, I'm sort of joking. I mean, yeah, you know. sort of, kind of. On, on this yeah. day on a podcast. Seriously, oh, no. Holy shit! Uh, oh, so Blue, shit. you had a chance to watch uh, the Fate of the Furies? Yeah. So I am. Um, hold, hold on. <laughs> I was trying Before to you say like uh, you were fucking shit. Oh yeah, come. On. It beat fucking. It's the. It's now the. Highest grossing film in a weekend of all time worldwide. Worldwide, worldwide. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it beat, didn't beat domestically with Star. Well, still, uh, Star, but still, still, money. still yeah. But I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, people love cars, I guess. Well, not uh, it's uh, Paul Walker goes. It's also because he died. They was Paul Walker in that shit or no? no he's not dead. They didn't CG him. Not at all. No, they didn't show his face at no, all. They no. mentioned him. They never. They never show his face. Yeah, they mentioned him, but they don't. How the fuck that shit make all that money though? You got because they're awesome movies. It's a great movie. Oh. Well, maybe you got into the franchise. So, well, are we going on record calling them awesome movies? Whoa! Hey, wait, where's your spreadsheet? Where's your spreadsheet? Part two sucked, right? But the other ones, Tokyo Drift sucked. Yeah, that was part two. Yeah, but the part three was better and better and better. Someone, someone, fire up the the Excel ranking list or whatever. I thought you were maintaining that. He said he knew how to handle it. I only had it personally. We'll deal with it later. Anyway, I saw it as well. So yeah, ahead, I, I I thought it was a really good movie. I'm, I'm not gonna try to spoil it since it just basically came out this weekend. But like, the franchise takes place after the last Fast and Furious movie, and like, you know, it's on the, it's in the trailer. But Dom, Dominic Dom, Dom Dom goes Dom Dom goes rogue, and like he goes against his his friends, and they're trying to like stop him and stuff like that. But like. Don't this this movie you can't really take serious. You can't just be like, oh, I, you can't do that shit with cars. Like blah, well, the other blah. ones you did, no, <laughs> dragon safes. The first, <laughs> the first two, or at least the first, the very first one, the, the actual Fast and Furious with the whole street race and stuff. Like that was semi legit, but sort all of, stuff yeah, yeah, except for the ten minute quarter mile. Yeah, yeah. ten minute quarter mile, and like fucking when you hit the Nas, all of a sudden you're fucking traveling through time and shit like that. But no, but like the you, speed force when you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you start going warp speed, fucking start getting blurry. 
But no, like the fr- this the franchise is just it's just a fun franchise. Like there, you get to see like cool cars and like f- seeing shit that can happen. Like like Double Seven movies, like all oh, that shit's kind of made up kind of stuff. But like you know, the franchise is still pretty fun. But like this was really fun because I actually thought um, not Uma Thurman. Uh, who's the bad <laughs> the bad chick in the movie? Oh, Shirley Theron. Dude, yeah. I don't know why, but she I heard is, she was she a really good villain. Fine as, yeah, she's yeah, really she's good she's fine as fuck. She's a cold she's hearted bitch. Boy, okay. she's she a me. cold-hearted bitch in this movie. Okay. She was like she's in her mid forties now. She had me thinking like white girls can rock some dreads, boy. She was never seen white girls with dreads. I, I do, and I think it's fucking disgusting. But the way well, that she has them, so this is what gets me. Like people, like black people, that always say <laughs> it's cultural appropriation with dreadlocks. No, no it's <laughs> not. It started in Greece. Like, you know when I went to Africa. You know how many dreadlocks I saw? Probably none. Fucking none. They're probably <laughs> fucking hot. Yeah, they're probably hot as fuck. Yeah. They're probably bald, most of them. I mean, some oh. some had braids, but they yeah, weren't. Yeah, but dreads. they're not dreads. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ yeah, had she's, dreads. Uh, she's 41 years old. Wow. Yeah. Well, she's not that old. I mean, she's she's like a little old. bit older than she us. Looking bad as fuck, though. Yeah, she, she looks super good in that movie. But yeah. she plays. She's evil as fuck. Yeah, she does. She's hard fucking core, too. She don't give a fuck. But she plays like a cyber terrorist, and she's. She's step, she's like literally like five steps ahead of everybody else with how everything plays out. Movie I liked her in, but I did not like her in the one where um, Monster. I didn't like her in Monster, like but that was the one where she sort of blew up. And didn't she get well, like she an won Academy? an Academy Award yeah. because those were based on actual events. I liked her in and the and way Snow they White. the way that they made her. Yeah, look, she was good in that. Yeah, oh, she was right. The when way she comes out of that pool of milk and shit, like mm, uh, you she, know, she's in uh, Prometheus, right? You remember? I didn't like. Yeah, Prometheus. she's the daughter. In Prometheus, yeah, yeah she like was the one uh, helping him in the fucking little side secret room. Yeah. yeah, but she had a side hustle going. Yeah, but overall, like Fate of Furious, I thought, I thought it was really good. It's not my favorite of the franchise. What's your number? But I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'll give it like a, a seven, seven, seven eight points, seven points, seven point seven, seven point seven, or an eight. You're giving it an eight? Yeah. Right, Cause it was fun to watch. It was really fun, but there was yeah, like I, one. We rounding off to nearest hundredth. I need a. <laughs> I need an actual number. You can't be seven point seven or an eight. Seven point seven five. Seven point seven eight. Seven point seven. Seven point seven zero or an eight. He said or an eight. So an eight point zero. I'm doing. I'm doing seven point seven, seven eight two three nine. What seven, the two. fuck? <laughs> no. Seven point seven. I do seven point seven. Seven point seven. Yeah. There we go. Gonna what, to, you like, want a, a repeating seven with the line over it? <laughs> That's real. Yeah, that <laughs> no, what the fuck? It's not a real number. What the Harry, fuck? No, we, to, we to are the power of two. Yeah. Do you, do you have a rating number for you? Yeah, I'm gonna say seven point five. Seven point five. Movie. Did you see but, it yet or no? No. no okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more people in this movie than I anticipated. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of uh, cameos now, and surprises. I and shit. read something. I guess there was some beef going on with the Rock yeah, and Vin Yeah. Vin yeah. yeah. Some so, of the beef was that... What the fuck is the, Vin Diesel trying so to do? You have what to read... So here's the thing. If you read uh, The Rock's Instagram post, he specifically lays out the scene and basically what happens in the scene. And a lot of people mistakenly think it's him and Vin Diesel. No. There's a very vehement argument in the movie, and you can tell. And it's not him and Vin Diesel. Well, so pretty fucking obvious. So what well, I, no. They literally said that it was him and... Yeah, but what? So if you if you kind of want to say if you read if you read the Wayne's quote, Vin Diesel had an issue with The Rock because he 
Van Diesel tweeted out saying how there's somebody on the set that doesn't know how to be professional and stuff like that. Yeah. That's he, what started it all. Better, Vin Diesel better shut the fuck up. But no, so. <laughs> but collect that check while he can. The thing is, is that I guess they were, they were arguing <laughs> on who was I am more Groot. stream time the on the, on the, in the movie franchise. Because Vin Re- Diesel's the producer of the, sh- of the franchise now. Like, yeah, he's, he's the one the that producer. produces these. Sh- well, it doesn't matter, shit. though. The Rock is the highest grossing actor of. Oh, right, yeah. Right, right Currently. Now. Yeah. So. The Rock is, like. The male action superstar of right now. Yeah, you have to read. You have to it's read the Rock's the Instagram post. He literally points out when they're arguing near a table, and it's uh, it's heated, and it literally describes a scene that's him and not Vin Diesel. And then they interviewed Vin Diesel, and he's like, Vin Diesel's like, well, we're we're cool. Like when he comes to my house, my kids call him Uncle Dwayne. So he he doesn't specifically point fingers at anyone. But he's kind of like really laid back, and he says he understands his frustration and whatnot. And so, when you watch the film, there's only one heated argument. And The Rock says in that scene, "We are arguing," but I stopped acting. At so one people point. think they that think in, it's him and Vin Diesel. In the movie, they were arguing, and it was real. Yeah, I'm confused. No, I, I, I don't read read his. That Instagram sounds post. dumb. No, I, I've seen a bunch of other stuff. They said it was him and Vin Diesel. I, I saw, I saw, I saw some like stuff, outside of stuff, but I, I didn't know where it originated from. It originated from Vin Diesel's tweet talking about how people don't don't know how to act right at work. But then also, Vin, I also Vin heard needs that to shut the fuck up. There's also um, they were going to do a spinoff with The Rock and um, Luke Hobbs. Uh, what's that guy's name? Um, Jason Statham. They were going to do a spinoff, and that's how those two start their own kind of Fast and Furious franchise, like kind of parting away from the series. It, it didn't start in this last movie. Oh yeah, it started in like the last one. Yeah, it was like I think it was five where it started. It's just two fucking huge stars mm. battling each other, both bald and oiled up and shit. That's oh, hilarious to me because if you think about it, Paul Giamatti, the guy that plays a uh, little chubby guy. Yeah, I know the, the guy. Giamatti. You know Paul Giamatti. Pig vomit. Yeah, <laughs> him and Vin Diesel are the same age. Wow. And really? so it, it's it's humorous to me that Vin Diesel, of all people, want to just go after The Rock for uh, just either pick your battles and choose it. Get these che- get these checks while you can. If you're if you're a big money maker, I mean, he's making money off these fast movies and everything, but he's also making money by not showing his face on screen, and just saying I am fucking Groot, and getting paid Disney money. And I mean, I obviously not the biggest Star Wars fan, but Disney money those those checks you don't know where those checks bouncing. Yeah, The, the Rock. <laughs> The Rock didn't start his career selling toys. I'm just, I'm just saying. The Rock's Rock's financially that, secure that, for a that's good what long Diesel while. Did. Have you seen Vin Diesel selling toys? No. Have you heard him trying to sing? I, that's bad. I'm too. not. I don't even think Vin Diesel's a good actor. I really don't. He's he's like, like one he's, of those one. Type like of girls are going thing. gaga over him back in the day, but he was just there, and like he can't talk. He talks like. He just talks like he's, he's got for a, last of a better word, he's like he's got a stroke. He's got a cool voice. I, he's I like, wah, 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 you ever seen breakdance? He's a good fucking breakdancer. Vin yeah, Diesel. He, he has like an instruction video on how to breakdance. He was selling street sharks. You, you, oh, you, what the fuck? The fuck? Oh, you should wow. see his breakdancing videos. Oh, it's all fucking boomer. He's got the biggest mouth of them all. He's the whale shark. Say hello to that him. round mound of pound. <laughs> Oh my god, I remember those toys. Very deadly. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? And he's selling those. With a shark tube necklace. With the fucking yeah. leather vest. The he's buff as fuck, though. Yeah. Anyway. 
Yeah. He looks like the guy that you said was dead from Jersey Shore <laughs> a couple weeks oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You can replace... They, they patched their stuff up, though. Like, the, uh, the issue between yeah. Ben yeah. Diesel. Yeah. So, agent probably got in his ear and be like, hey, bro, uh, we ain't getting these, these uh, offers from very Not, many other jobs. I think they talked it out. They're like, you can be replaced by, um, well, what's Vin, his name? Yeah, the guy that you while, hate. Vin Diesel for a while wanted to get away from being a, an action hero. He wanted to try to be more serious, and that kind of didn't go that. very far. Well, Because <laughs> he was like the, what was it, the, the, the pacifier or whatever? He uh, played, played, like, that, an was, action. that was all bad. Yeah. But, I mean, if you remember the movie, they really don't have that many scenes together. They have, like, one to two. But The Rock posted this little quote. Well, it's actually a huge paragraph. I'm just going to read this one part where he busts out. But he talks about um, how the female co-stars are all amazing. My male co-stars, however, are a different story. Some Please. conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals, while others don't. The ones that don't are too chicken shit to do anything about it anyway. Candy asks. This is from The Rock. Yeah, this is from The Rock. When you watch this movie next <laughs> April, and it seems like I'm not acting in some of these scenes, and my blood is legit boiling, you're right. Bottom line, bottom line is, it'll play out great for the movie, and it fits the Hobbs character that's embedded in my DNA extremely well. So I wanted, you're just assuming that you know what scene it is. Can, yeah, because if, like if, if you see the movie, him and Vin Diesel literally have like one face to face scene. Can you tell yeah, me, not, would anyone yeah, be mad, any, any of these Fast and Furious fans be mad if they replaced Vin Diesel without any explanation and plugged in Channing Tatum? I'd be mad. Whoa, 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 whoa. Channing do, Tatum. Do, yeah. do you think Where's anyone... Yeah, they'd be mad. Yes. Who would... Really? Vin, Vin would Channing yes. Tatum? Yeah. They would lose money on that? Yeah, yes. would Channing yes, Tatum know? Yes. Where'd you pull Channing Tatum from? It's like it's like if they... They're just looking at Vin Diesel. Are they watching it because Vin Diesel can act? It's no. Like, it's like replacing Luke Skywalker with... Lions. No, stop. Yes. Don't even put yes. it on. Oh, yeah. Yes. They're yeah. at that... Unfortunately, they're at that level right now. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, eight, right. they're eight movies in. Eight. Yeah, they're like Harry Potter level. Fucking They're eight movies. movies in there, but they pretended like Tokyo Drift never existed, though. No, well they did. They did for three. They did for three movies. But Star Wars they fans pretend that three movies didn't fucking happen. Yeah, yeah that's true. True. so they can pretend like if if he wants that. If it comes to losing Ch- The Rock or losing Vin Diesel, who you cho- who who's got to go? I think people wouldn't even mind if The Rock left. No, uh, I would mind too. I would, yeah. I would mind if The Rock left. They're they looking at the future of it. Well, if you like, you were saying though, they do address Tokyo Drift, but they did ignore it for like three fucking movies. We well, ain't, no, we ain't the, seen Little Bow Wow since. Well, no, because the, <laughs> the, the timeline, the the whole timeline for Falcon Furious is all kind of wonky. Up. Yeah. yeah, so literally, like I think five, six, and seven take place before Tokyo Drift. Yeah. No. Or no, I'm no, sorry. No, five, five, no. and six, because they go back. No, I, we went to this before. I can't fucking remember it, but it's it like they said that, but it's not true because there are things that happen that are in the movie that it, there's no way it could have been before. Tokyo Such Drift. as, well, what's his name dies, which led up to them going in part. Seven. Yeah, but they fucked that all up though because Vin Diesel goes back to Tokyo mm-hmm. before it happens, and he met the guy. So it, it doesn't. No, he asked him what happened to Han. Yeah, but. He that would have known Han because he dead. was because he was there. He was there after Han died. No, but he would have. That's they fucked up the whole. They fucked up the time. But you're all still concerned about Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> no, no, but for real, it's all fucked for real, up. Though. I mean, it literally starts with it's him. It's literally and four just things. barely a notch above the X Men timelines in terms of wow. like how we're trying to but say the continuality well, makes sense. They only oh. fucked up one movie though. That was yeah. it. Tokyo Drift is the one that's fucked up. So yeah, you comparing <laughs> this X Men? Guess what? If Fast and Furious and X Men came out at the same time, I bet you. Fast uh, I'm not saying we. I, we know this. We know this. I'm not even debating that. I'm just saying in terms of. Like I say, people like cars more than dinosaurs. 
They like it better than Jedi's, I guess. That's true, too. Oh. <laughs> That's blasphemy. And they like, they, they like it better than Mass Effect. Seg- oh. Segway. Mass Effect. Oh, just <laughs> not a movie. Yeah, oh, all right. <laughs> Let me talk about Mass Effect. Yeah, Segway. Let's talk about some Mass Effect. Well, throw up that alley-oop. Close it. Close it. Close it. Throw up that alley-oop. All right. Mass Effect Andromeda. Fuck that fucking game. Oh, wow. Right. I'm going to say it right now. Why are you uh, all was... happy stance you up here? Because I've, I've been saying fuck Mass Effect since day one. You, I've been clip walking on You've been fuck saying Mass fuck Mass Effect for a game well, series you, know, you never fucking doesn't played. Matter. It doesn't matter if somebody jumps on the fuck Mass Effect. Me and him mother cold mother on that train. Choo-choo. All right, listen. I have legit complaints. All right. They never fixed the goddamn animation. Well, they, they said they fixed it, but to me, the shit looks the fucking same. The facial animations still look like the dead, dead hooker eyes. They're still fucked up. I still see jagged fucking animations drawn in. I still see uh, things being drawn in on the fly where they don't need to be. Like, when, like literally, I'm, when you're having a conversation with somebody and they switch like the perspective, like they're drawing in the face of the person as you're watching it. How the fuck is this happening in 2017? Uh, auto cover system is still fucked. Uh, the thing that made me kind of rage... I literally rage quit. I threw the fucking controller and I threw the fucking game. Is I was be, I was trying to face this, face a fucking architect in the game. And I was playing it on hard. And I was, play, I was trying to beat this motherfucker for 40 fucking minutes. I'm not exaggerating. 40 fucking minutes. And I got to a point to where it was in like an attack defense cycle. Where I literally couldn't land any more hits. And it was like super frustrating. But I was kind of hanging in there. I got him down to like basically a little bit less than half his life. And then, this is as I was glitching out. So as I was playing the game, fighting this fucking boss, things were, like, not all the way, like, res- like the resolution wasn't all the way there when I was fighting this fucking boss. Like, I would get on top of, like, a roof, and then it would draw things in, so it seemed weird. And then there was a point to where I eventually fucking died, where is- I didn't see a wall because of a glitch. And I hit a wall, and then that was it. I got hit three times, and I fucking died. And that was 40 minutes of my fucking life just gone. Is the frame rate dropping when all this yes. stuff is going? Or frame rates okay. were dropping. Fucking graphical... Graphics were fucking dropping in and out as well. It wasn't just frame rates. Okay. And then, not to mention, you know, the, the auto cover system, which is fucking broken. Which, when you're playing on hard, that shit fucking matters. Because literally, you can take, you know, three, maybe four, five shots, and that's it. You're going to fucking die. And the boss that I was fighting, like, two hits from him. Like, he has this, like, this cannon thing that will... Take away most of your life, and then one more after that, you're gonna fucking die. Like no matter what you fuck you do. So it, it was pretty fucking frustrating, and the fact that that happened, and everything like when that happened, everything just fucking fell on me. I was like, look, all these things that happened before this fucking boss battle make this game shitty. And I think that when the game originally came out and it got like the seven five rating, and fans were complaining that it was a seven five. I think that a 7.5 was almost too much for that game because I think that it's riding on the coattails of the last games, which are fucking great. And I think a lot of people just kind of ignored the technical problems with this game. Like, a lot. They ignored them. Well, I disagree. I still stand by the 7.5 rating, but I have not had any of the massive technical issues that you have had. The so cover the system... facial animations still look great to you? No, it said they don't look great, I'll admit. So look... I can admit That's that I love the franchise, but I can also admit that it has flaws. Like, it's not it's not the Mass Effect that I was hoping for. And it's definitely not the best in the series. However, I still think the game is super enjoyable. Yeah, yes, you faced a very tough boss. 
Because I played on normal, and it took me 40 minutes to take down my first architect. That was on normal. So, yeah, I mean, that boss is super bad, but I did have some issues uh, with it, kind of almost similar with frame rate droppage and whatnot. But that's before the patch. After a patch, I didn't experience anything like that. Patch, I'm still getting it. I, I have not. So my gaming experience with the game, with the exact same enemy, however, on a lower so difficulty hold on, is even st- Hold on, pause. So even still, if you had those problems in the beginning, how the fuck could your, your rating still be that high? 7.5? Because I, fi- I still enjoyed the game. What do you like, rate that the was that was the only See, real... That's like, just because it's Mass Effect. That's what I'm no, saying. Like, like, what, I, still, I, look, I was the same way. Rose-colored glasses. I, beat, I finished the game. I, so I understand I, that. But, but it doesn't have to the patch. But still, when the game came out, it was not a 7.5 game. I what would you, what would you rate the game? Probably a 6. six. I'll be honest, it'd be a 6. I, I, creating I'm the database. Holding, I'm still holding it at 7.5. <laughs> because I, I still felt... I mean, I, I knew the game was going to be long. So I, the I long played part, on, I, that shouldn't matter. I, it did to me. Because I, I wanted to enjoy some of the multiplayer. Zelda's way longer. And it's, oh, yeah. it's a way better game. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I have to It's repeat. not unfortunate. Well, actually, I have, I have Well, it's unfortunate because I'm a huge fan of Mass Effect. I'm a fan, I'm a fan of Mass Effect, too. But look, but, I mean, if they have all these technical issues from day one, you have to rate it from day one, right? I, like, I'm, that's why I rated Day one, I still gave it that 7.5. You still gave still, it a 7.5 from yeah, day one? Yeah, I still gave 7.5 Oh, my God. One. Dude, are you fucking I, serious? Yes, I'm very serious. With the fucking right. facial animations being all fucked the up, fa- people, the face people scene, walk retarded. <laughs> yeah, they do. Well, no, no, no. I had it worse. I had it worse than that. When so people, how the fuck is that a 7.5? Well, I knew, one, I was having fun playing the multiplayer as well as the single player. And I was, like, just fucking skipping through so the it, animations. I, I got it. It if was so was, bad for me that during the cutscene, the game crashed all the way to the See, fucking it's only because main, it's a Mass Effect game. If it was just called Space Odyssey, you would fucking call it a Space six. Odyssey. <laughs> if it was Space Odyssey, I'd, I'd still rate it that. No, I'm, no you would not. Yes. Oh, fucking shit. I, I, you, I enjoyed, look, okay, I enjoyed Ryan, the game. Ryan, yourself, yeah. is the media. Okay, is this, is this better than No Man's Sky? Oh, it's better oh than yeah. Man's Sky. Better okay. than No Man's yeah. Sky, for sure. I just went to the bathroom. That was better than No Man's Sky. <laughs> Wait, what? You say what? You went, went to the bathroom. I just went to the bathroom and then... The gameplay is better than <laughs> No Man's but, Sky. But even No Man's Holy But shit. look, No Man's Sky, if I, if I go by Old Ninja's logic, No Man's Sky is a fucking 8 right now because they fixed shit in the game. But you can't you can't rate it like that because when it originally came out, the game was like a fucking 5. Yeah, see, I still... You've played it since they've added the patch, no! right? No! You haven't played it since you can build bases I'll, I'll, I'll go back eventually, but I went, still... I went back. And build the base. And I, I, you didn't leave. Look, I, <laughs> I, 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 know, I left. It. I, I had to I base it, it upon my original, uh, original playthrough. And the original playthrough was a fucking five at best because they promised you shit that I you just didn't get. It's the same thing with Mass Effect. They promised us shit that we just didn't get. Those well, the facial animations and the graphics, they are worse than the previous generation. And I say that with total confidence. Uh, I'm looking at. See, the thing about the facial animation is that it doesn't hinder your actual, like... Like, it'll fuck up part of the story, but I'm Making still, excuses, like... Bro. <laughs> uh, I'm still enjoying fucking blasting people away, using my powers, controlling the shit, driving the fucking Nomad. Even I'm having way more fun. I can drops. I can skip through fucking facial animations. I press okay. the fucking X, and okay. I'm and let's done. Okay, let's pretend that skip. shit never even fucking happened. Let's pretend that shit didn't happen, all right? Facial animations didn't exist, all right? They still have problems with all the the... the Actual dialogue is terrible. It is. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's passable. The fact it's barely passable. Look, Horizon Zero Dawn compared to that, it's fucking awful. Fucking awful. Yeah. Com- compared to Zelda, 
There's well, very I don't, few, there's do they even few, speak in Zelda? Yes, they do. And the speaking they do is way fucking better. All right, and it's very few, very few speaking things. And this just ignoring the goddamn uh, the crafting system, which is fucking awful. The crafting system is is super simple. Like, and you it is even, not simple. It is super fucking simple. What the f- explain, bro? So all you have to do is collect material, hit research, and then boom, you're done. All you need is the fucking. So thing. you just lied. So you just lied how because it's lie? not just researching. It's you have to researching. research it and then develop it. Uh, Why the fuck are there two options? Wait. To, you look, you research, and then if you want to craft it, you develop it. No shit, you want to craft it. Why the fuck would you research if you didn't want to fucking craft it? You see the problem there? <laughs> you see the problem? It's unnecessary bullshit. It is, it's an extra step. but it's, it, it's I, an extra stupid shit. See, if you, but you can bypass by fucking buying shit. I just bought whatever I wanted. You just ignore it. See, you ignored the problem. This is, why, this is the reason why you gave it a high fucking score, because it's a Mass Effect game. And it's, it's just ignoring the fact that gathering materials is tedious as well. You don't have. You can buy material. Look, you can <laughs> buy. Look, how you make hold on, how, hold how on. you make money? You you just go around and fucking shoot shit. And you make money. That's well, not look, tedious. Well, hell, well, hold on. You with the materials, you can one get it from your your base, your colony, where you don't have to do shit. It drops off every fifteen to twenty minutes. You have to build free the colony shit. first. Yeah, but that's free. All you have to do it's is do not the mission. Free if once you, have you do to the do mission. It. Once you do the mission, that's it. You no, don't because have to do the, you anything. have to get your viability level to a certain level to get. But it's a, that's it. Once you that's, open that, there you and collect. It still your doesn't shit. give you all the resources that you need. It gives you some resources, but not not all that you need. There's so, there is too many resource resources that are different. You have to collect. It gets fucking tedious. There's three Wait, ways. So there's three easy ways to get it. One, you get it from your colony. Two, you can buy it from any merchant. And three, you can get it from strike teams, either multiplayer or through the single player. But even three still, different it's, avenues it's still that are too, super it's easy. It's too many, and you have three different avenues to go down for these materials to research whatever the fuck you want. It's too many fucking options. Hey, shout it's out to K-Mac right now. She said she logged in just to see what uh, Chronos and Odin were arguing about. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you going to get upset at too many options? Most people get upset of... Not enough options. No, there's a such thing as too many options, man. Yeah, I mean that's like saying it's if like it's like saying you have to ask to you, and you're like, oh, that's too many options. If you have herpes and you have thirty different kinds of herpes, <laughs> it's way too many kinds of herpes. I'm just saying. That's <laughs> so bad. So, like going back to the resources, it, there's multiple avenues to get a bunch of free resources that you don't even have to do that much. But why I got to research and develop? I'm just saying. Obviously, in the game, if I want to research something, I want to fucking have it, right? That's true. So why the fuck do I need to develop it? Yeah, I, that part I will. It's so stupid. It is, it's a little quick, but I mean, it's a yeah. little quick flip flop. But it's still like fucking. Riddle me this, old ninja. If I build a weapon in the game and I add mods onto it, and then I put it in my inventory, why does it say it has no mods? Wait, what? I haven't. I've not. I've, seen I've that. done it with, I've, with two different weapons. I have not had that. And I have built weapons and I put mods on it. So you and, crafted the weapon and there yes, were no mods I, on it. But I put and mod, there were no mod slots. No, 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 let me. There's mods. This. Let me explain. I build. I craft a weapon. I put mods in the weapon and then I go back and look at the weapon and it says there's two mod slots on the weapon. And I'm like, but I just put two mods on it. Yeah, it's very confusing. Like, so you have to actually click on the weapon, and then it see, and then it tells you that there's two mods on it. So, but there's still two mod slots. So here, so I think I know what, what you were doing. So when you craft a weapon, you can add different functionality to it. So when you craft it, modifications. Yeah, but when you craft it, the gun is already set with it. So let's say you want. So why so are there again want, two options? So you if, see the confusion here. If you wanted to build a shotgun that shoots 
grenade launchers, right? You add that mod to it, and it becomes automatic. So you, why would you need to add another mod slot? Why does it have other mod slots after I mod it? you can add it. A add even four, further. Add two more mods? Yeah, you can add more if you but want. But I don't have any. This is the confusing part is because you, when I mod the weapon, I was like, all right, I modded it, and then it says there's two mod slots. And I look at it, and I was like, where the fuck are my mods go? Because so, like you, you go through the list for the mods you thought you put on it, but now they're fucking gone. But you can't see them. See the mods that you added on the gun. If you look to the right, it tells you what is on there. So when you this craft is, the no, weapon... No, it's not on the right. It's on it, the fucking very bottom where you can't fucking no, see no, it. No, 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 no. When you craft a weapon, you can add particular mods when you create the weapon. Those mods will be permanent. Then there's mod slots where you can add variable mods to the weapon. But those are already variable mods. You see, this is a terrible oh. system. The fact that the way that I'm explaining this is exactly how it is in the game, and it's fucking awful. It's awful. If you add two mods on a weapon that has two mod slots, there should be no. It, it should say the mod you put on is in this slot, and the other one is in this slot. It shouldn't be that you have two more slots left in the fucking gun. No, it, the way that the mod work is when you craft a mod and you add the mods to it, this will be permanent on this gun. With these, but you extra can add two more. Slots. Yeah, you can add more to that. The doesn't mods. make any fucking sense when you build a weapon that has two mod slots. This is yeah. stupid as fuck. This argument is stupid as fuck. The game was poorly built. It was poorly built. Listen to this podcast after I, we do this. I, 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 I'm, I'm serious. Just, I'm just, no, I'm just giving up because like it's not coming across because it, it's, it's not, not coming across because it's yeah. fucking bullshit. Yeah, no, look, when you mod the gun. There's no mod. It's just you're changing the functionality, not adding a mod slot. You can add mod slot if you want because it says. But you already mod modded slot. it. If I take a gun in real life and I put a different barrel on it and a different fucking magazine on it, and then I pick it up, I can see those two mods. Okay. In the game, you can't see that. It says, "Please add two more modifications." It's fucking game, stupid. In the game, it tell it. Never mind. Yes, we're we're just <laughs> arguing in circles. Yeah, but it's I not would, a circle. I wish I, going in circles. Yeah, <laughs> if I if we had the game in front of us, I could be able to show you better. I, what I, I can show about. you how it's dumb. <laughs> it's funny, Matt and Chad room was saying that uh, I had I had mentioned how a lot of games have been like let down, and he had mentioned how you know it's because they mainly focused on making them bigger and longer instead of really working on the actual yes, development of the movie. I totally agree. Games. Look, Zelda is a fucking perfect game, perfect fucking game. The way, except for like a few little things, but it's still perfect. All right, the destruction of weapons, like the durability, kind of sucks, but it's kind of cool because it forces me to use different weapons. All right, Mass Effect has a totally different problem. They just gave you too many fucking options that were not well thought out. Zelda thought out every little fucking thing in the game and it made it workable, and that that's the main problem. That's the reason why it will not, it will not be game of the year. It's the reason why it's a shitty game, and it's it's a shitty game. So you don't it's have playable, to take you don't not. have to take my word for it. You don't have to take Cronus' word for it. Check the game out for yourself. Just go to GameFlyOffer.com forward slash BTI. Save your money. Go to GameFly. Yeah, go to GameFly. Get ten percent off for your first month. Try the game. Try rent out Mass Effect and Drama. Why don't you just try No Man's Sky too? Uh, Tell us all about uh, that. Uh, yeah, get a get a model. Better yet, ET on Atari. <laughs> <laughs> try the game out yourself and then I actually t- have that game. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Get the GameFly. You get the GameFly offer. Get the game. Get your first 10 percent off your first month. Oh, Try the game. Man. Actually, not even ten percent. You get the whole month for free. Basically, oh. you will get this game for fucking free if you go on GameFly. So it's GameFlyOffer.com forward slash be them BTI. If you do that, you will literally get a month for free. So if you on if you, us. If you played you a go. game for a week and you fucking hate it, you can just send it back and get another game. Yep. True. Yeah. But let us know what you think. If you use the offer, let us know of all the current games that you're trying. Let us know. You can think that. 
Cronus is right. Hashtag Cronus is right. Or you gotta say hashtag old nigga is right. Either Either way, right. (laughs) You guys want to go into some trailers that we that came out this week? Yes, Cloak and Dagger. Let's start there. I didn't see that. I missed. I must have missed that. No. You know, so this is coming out on Freeform, which is used to be FX Family or ABC Family Channel. ABC Family. Yes, Yes, show. It's like um, it looks like it's gonna be like um. Like a Dawson Creek style type of show. So or it did at first. I, yeah, at first I, it did. Yeah, when I first thought, I was like, "What the fuck uh, is this nonsense?" Yeah, I, I thought that too. It's like my face is turning up, but yeah, you guys, superpowers. You guys sound like it's it's legit though. Well, so. it, the beginning of the of the fucking trailer was pretty shitty. Okay, yeah. but then it got better. Okay, so and it's a it's a series like. Is, it's and I'm sorry. Marvel, yeah, I'm sorry. What what, uh, me, what uh, media? Median is this supposed to be TV show? TV show. Yeah. It's based on a comic. But comic like, that I, none of us have read. I don't think. Uh, no. I just know that I just know the story based on Spider-Man comic. Yeah, that's what I was but um, is it? I'm sorry. Was it? On, is it supposed to be on TV? Netflix, yeah, it's gonna be on. Or? It's gonna be on TV. It's gonna be on a, show, channel? a channel called Freeform, Freeform which used to what be ABC is? Family. Oh wow! I I, yeah, I, I got to search deep in my direct TV to find it that. It is like a channel that you probably okay. never, so like I think they have shows like Who? Pretty Little Liars come on there or like they're. They're, they're, it's, it used to be ABC Family, so it's, okay. a, it's a family channel. Who's um, do we know the actor, actresses' names that are playing they're the main all, characters? No. Whoa! I see, everyone's talking. Yeah. This all ass. It's was it Homegirl. That's Homegirl from uh, that's APB. from uh, APB. Natalie Martinez. Yeah, yeah. So do we? We don't know who's playing Cloak and who's playing Dagger. No, yeah, no they're, they're nobody actors yeah, as far uh, as I know. Okay. Yeah. But so far, like they kind of hint on their powers. They and Marvel is yeah, Marvel has their well, fingerprints. So Marvel, a Marvel show. They show a cloak and a crystal dagger. Well, <laughs> ABC is owned by Disney, so I think cloak and dagger falls into Disney's realm. Oh yeah, it's well. gonna be interesting to see how that plays out because essentially, I mean, for those that don't know, it, they were sort of like high school sweethearts, and they were, I guess, going to the prom ish. And the trailer did not yeah. show that. Yeah. And the comic, all. though, isn't that... I don't know the comic. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, know, I don't know, know the comic either. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, According to the, the trailer, like, one seems to save the other from drowning. And when they're, they're kids. Like, yeah, when they're kids and they get separated, there looks like there's some kind of abuse, maybe. Well, they're a sex Yeah, scene? one's, like, oh. homeless. Yeah, what? one's homeless. Yeah. yeah. And then My recollection. Like, and then they do meet at high school. They do meet. Okay, I don't know that that whole backpack story. Yeah. But supposedly there was, a like, a tragic... I. Sort of took it as like a prom night kind of incident. Prom night, mm, no, they, I was just thinking that too. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> That's from uh, Family Guy. Yeah, yeah y'all didn't know. Oh, when we were talking to James, I wanted to bring up that episode of uh, American Dad with Stephen Ro. Oh, <laughs> that was that the guy's name. Uh, Stelio Contos. Yes. Stelio, Stelio, Stelio. Off of the context, y'all but, don't uh, know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, shit. <laughs> so yeah, this looks. We- it looks super sad and depressing. Yeah, at least but in the trailer. I want. I like to see how it play out because I don't, the, uh, Disney's done pretty well with the Marvel franchise, especially when it comes to like the movies. So I like to see how they how they do it for the TV shows. Because Age of the Shield, in my opinion, this season's been really good. Yeah, the, unfortunately, it took them three seasons to get good. Yeah, or four seasons to get good. Interesting. But, yeah, but this is not the first. Well, I guess it will be the first, but there's another Marvel Freeform show coming. Uh, oh. oh no, it stopped. Uh. Oh, fuck uh. you, Internet. <laughs> God damn it. This song is great. There we go. 
Y'all remember this shit? He was the bully that kept fucking up, uh... The dad, America dad? Yeah. Barely. It was a hilarious episode. Barely. This shit was so fucking funny. Silly it was like one of the best episodes ever. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. What other trailers came out this week? Uh, uh shit. It's your Star Wars Master Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. The last yeah. Jedi trailer dropped during Star Wars Celebration Orlando. Wait, are you? We're like shuffling over here real quick. But yeah, it's a, what, minute teaser trailer? And, they didn't uh, even put the token black guy on the poster though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> in the circle with, uh, with uh, the chick from Harry Potter. Oh, the girl, the the girl that's playing Beauty and the Beast, Hermione. What about her? Because there's a new movie. Oh, called the, the Circle, circle. Yeah. movie, The Circle. Okay, yeah. I was like, wait, what? But no, the guy from uh, Finn from Star Trek or Star Wars is gonna be in there. I'm gonna Holy get so much shit. fucking hate. Yeah, you about to get all kinds of hate. I'm a Trek. I'm more of a Trekkie than a war fan. Anyway. Star Wars oh, no. guy. Spaceballs, same difference. I'm about to stab the shit out you right <laughs> in the face with this broken ass bottle. <laughs> I don't you see know, how show people some goddamn respect. respect. But yeah, so the trailer. What did you think about it? The trailer looked pretty interesting. Uh, I like that. It, it just, looks pretty cool. It gives us just enough, but not too much. So yeah. we obviously see Ray training with Luke. Um, we see like. Finn, he looks like he's still fucked up a little bit. Well, it looks like he, because there's a scene where his his mask is cracked or smashed or whatever. So yeah, it's all kind of weird. And then we see Poe loses X wing, like in a oh, fire yeah, in a fireball. It gets, yeah. gets blown the fuck up right when him and BB-8 get to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Kylo Ren. Uh, we see uh, like a giant big ass space battle, and then do we also see a, a taste of the the old not the old Republic, but I guess the the knights. Cause there's a scene where there's like a bunch of people coming out of a building. It looks like maybe a Jedi temple. Yeah, it could be. It's it could be that, or it could be the Knights of Ren, and maybe, they might yeah, have maybe found, that's what it is. They might have found Luke. They might be trying to take him out. Um, there's all kind of speculation going around. I mean, I've watched it a bunch of times, but it literally takes place right at the end of Force Awakens, which will be unorthodox because no Star Wars movie has done that. Usually, there's a huge gap of time in between each film. This one won't have that. Um, we will see Ray training. We do see her running with her lightsaber, maybe to help somebody, maybe to fight. We do see Kylo Ren again with the saber ignited. So I wonder, I wonder if she'll get her own lightsaber because I think the last one so. she was using Luke. She was using Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, so, yeah. Hopefully she does builders. I hope she gets a yellow blade. That'd be dope. But the one thing we don't see is, or several things we don't see. We don't see any of the new characters. Like, we don't see Benicio del Toro. We do not see. Uh, I think. Um, the new Asian girl, fuck I can't think of her name even though at Star Wars Celebration she talks about her character being a mechanic and she's going to be more integral into the story they didn't really go into detail but she'll be there did they show um, Leia? Princess Leia? I guess I the back they, of her head yeah, sure yeah I don't show her face because I guess they didn't want to send the crowd into a crazy tizzy or people crying all over each other okay. um, we also don't see um, um, Laura Dern who's in the movie we don't Who see her she's a well, she's in the very first Jurassic Park. Blanchick. Yeah, away. it's way back. Anyway, she's in the film. We don't see her. Some people were saying, speculating that she could be Mara Jade, or maybe she's Luke's wife, or Ray's mom. Who fucking knows? Yeah. We don't know. Did you did you see that they've there's like some um some not still images but some mock drawings of the Star Wars theme park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw artwork. 
damn, old ninja's down there fucking busted out right Ooh, now. Oh, yeah, almost busted all over. Yeah, I saw the artwork. Uh, there's also like some cruise, like a Star Wars themed cruise yeah, ship that, that they want to build. I was like, holy shit. They are definitely reaching for the stars. They're trying to get that Star reaching Wars. Reaching to money. your pocket. Yeah, it's going to be kind of interesting. You know that shit's going to sell out. It's just like, like, what are the Star Wars? Yeah, suckers. what's the Star Wars stuff? I mean, shit. If they had a dino park, that shit would probably fail. Please. They had an actual Jurassic Park. It's just that shit would fucking fail. I want to go there. Fuck that. I, I, I saw movies. Eaten. <laughs> hey, you can run for your life against shit more realistic than that fucking space ball shit y'all uh, getting fucking hype over <laughs> oh man if only if I had a lightsaber I, I would accidentally oh, on yeah, purpose yeah. fucking turn it on weren't there, like, wasn't there talks about them remaking space balls there was supposed to be a talks about a sequel shit I'm sure it'd be a better movie than Force this motherfucker <laughs> yeah that's what you're saying might be a sequel or a part two or a remake or Hollywood run out of fucking ideas like always well, yeah, that's why they keep remaking shit, rebooting. So what is this? Doing? this keep battle. you guys in a repetitive circle. Oh yeah, battle so Front. Battlefront Two got yeah, Battlefront Two got announced. Um, there's a trailer. A lot of internet hate as well. Uh, so Battlefront Two will follow an Imperial Special Forces squad led by Aiden Versio. Uh, her squad is called the Inferno Squad. This takes place during the 30 year gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. The game will also introduce. New characters in the story and will be considered can- canon, as announced by Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm. There's also going to be an upcoming novel tie-in called Twilight Company that will lead into Battlefront 2. Uh, the game is being partially developed by DICE, which will handle most of the multiplayer, and Criterion and two other studios. I didn't get the names. Um, this time around, creative director Bernard Dimer... I think that's his name. Uh, he states that there will be no season pass, saying, quote, we do not want to segment our community. So, Battlefront 2 will release in November of this year. I think November 17th, 2017. They got a single player? Yes, yeah, single player is being developed by Criterion and two other studios. But there will be no season pass this time around. But they'll just make you pay for all the DLC? Either that or they'll probably, they could potentially do the battle packs like they do in Battlefront field. And they should make it free, guys. It's just, I, I love the way that they gotta get around this shit. They, the, the wording that they use. Yeah. They, oh, well, there, the, there's no season pass. We're still gonna have to pay for DLC, so well, they haven't announced it'll just be more than of, all the DLC. Yeah, they haven't announced anything official, but I won't be surprised if they do what they do in Battlefield and what they did in Battle, or Mass Effect and pretty much all the can, other EA. Can we just get a whole fucking game? I mean, that's all. I, just a whole fucking game. Yeah. Or have a good so, game. Why well, can't it be like, like Horizon? Cool. With no DLC. Have it right that Horizon didn't need Horizon DLC. is complete. Fucking done. Yeah. Unless they start releasing some more fucking robot dinosaurs, yeah. I'd be fucking happy. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. Fucking anyway, that's just gotta be free, though. Genesis to Revelations, that, big, that fucking done. HZD was fucking on point. Good. I still got a fat. I'm still having a hard time even going back to it because, like, I, I completed it. Like, I feel, I feel like I've done everything. So, like, going back to it feels like. It just seems like a task, but, like, I... And it's the same way I felt with going back to, like, uh, Last of Us. I, I know you didn't play Last of Us because the PlayStation fucked up on you yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but it's just, like, I completed it. Like, I was there for the experience, and, yeah. like, I lived it. So it's, yeah, like... Yeah, but Last yeah. of Us had multiplayer. The multiplayer was... was <laughs> uh, it was it was, it was good and everything, but I, a good first-person story, like, I, I think... You can't top that. If you, you know, have a good first-person story, then that just trumps all multiplayer. Kind of the only game I ever went back and played again is um, 
the what's the name franchise on uh, on what is it called? The one the uh, There's a lot. Infamous. Infamous was like the only oh. game I actually oh. went back to. I just did that for again. trophy purposes. But not even just trophy purposes. I just went it's just, dark. Just it was just awesome to play again. Like you like the gameplay is just totally different when you play after I, that I, I did really enjoy that. And like that was sort of like one of my first, I guess, platinums from for the PS4 right. thing, because you could go completely good or completely bad and like he was a complete dick when he was bad. Like he was fucking up his like grandma's house and shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it, it was a really good, th- uh, interesting story because you did actually get a legitimate different yeah. playthrough when you went total red or whatever color it was. And that you don't have to feel good. And you're like even the gameplay. I mean, not just the gameplay change, but like your character, like his powers were different. So it yeah. wasn't like you can still use a, you can still do the same thing. Like you have yeah. to like. And it was work really it was really cool because like no, many. A lot of games don't ever take place in Seattle yeah. and everything, so yeah, it's like almost. Yeah, <laughs> I would say all that, but it's like that was awesome. I really, yeah, I, I really want Seattle's one of the cities I want to go to, yeah. but it felt like I had like a nice little like understanding of Seattle geography, even though it could be completely inaccurate for a while. Yeah, I know, like but. your watchdogs. Uh, wait, so Blue watchdogs is on point though. Yeah, watchdogs two at least. No, but it's not like. Accurate of the Whoa. bay. It's fairly accurate. They for, couldn't put in the whole. For San Francisco, it was pretty accurate. Yeah, Once you venture down to the other fucking yeah. three point five million people well, it, populated it, area, it's hard to put in you know a thirty mile radius <laughs> for a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah but G- didn't GTA do that? Well, that's no. New York City. New York City's a, a fucking six square mile region. New York. Uh, Manhattan's an island. Yeah, but even that wasn't totally accurate, right? Yeah, I mean, no, I mean yeah. you're talking about the division, right? Well, no. Well, you're talking about old school Grand GTA. Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Four, and Grand Theft Auto Four. Yeah, but they didn't have every fucking single street. But they had the main landmarks and everything. And even with the division, they didn't have every single fucking. Oh street. yeah, no division. You can tell on the map that you're only in a segment. You're only area. in Manhattan. Yeah. In, everything in, uh, else is like the was it the yeah. green or the but red it, it, was still, the it was still it was still really good. I, I don't expect every street, every fucking alley to be fucking put <laughs> on fucking my fucking trash can exactly. <laughs> I, I enjoy it for what it is. I mean, even with like uh, GTA San Andreas, I was like, "Oh shit, it's the Bay," and like I was happy with that. And it's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna drive three minutes." Oh, I'm in Vegas now. <laughs> like I was, I was fine with that because it was, it was sort of cool. Um, wait, Blue, you said uh, Infamous is the only one you went back to after you beat, not Batman. Well, no, but for Batman, I actually did all this stuff before I actually finished them. Like I never finish a game and then go back to the side missions. I always do uh, side okay. missions before I, I even finish I the game. You. So, speaking of gaming, uh, one of the greatest games of all time is, uh, or at least was free, uh, this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, Starcraft? The original Starcraft yeah, got yeah, released yeah, for that. free in, uh, to prepare for the re-release of Starcraft, where they're going to basically upgrade the graphics. It's <laughs> 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 I thought they had <laughs> to <laughs> see that bottle teetering. I'm all it's, through. It's We're about anyway. to blow up. Yeah, it's empty. But... Yeah, so you can play the original StarCraft for free right now. If you go to... Just look up StarCraft for free. They actually have Star, the original StarCraft, StarCraft plus the uh, DLC, which is Brood Wars, Damn. for free right now. That sounds like a lot of fucking... Random content. question. If... I mean, obviously, time-wise or whatever, but... Because um, we have all these e-sporting uh, things in these colleges, whatever. Would you have tried to, like, get a scholarship, possibly... If, when I was a kid, yeah, to, yeah, I would definitely. You would okay, yeah. You would you would, rather than go like military thing? You would you think you would have ventured more to trying to get like a? Yeah, but that didn't exist when I was a kid. You, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, revisionist yeah. history or whatever. Oh yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I thought it'd be, I thought it's pretty interesting because it's crazy popular right now in terms no. of like 
colleges and like even like conferences like oh we got this esports team we got this esports team well, I mean, especially I, with starcraft being like some of the the i guess the the main game in terms of uh yeah, what I it mean, is and i know that was sort of your your go-to yeah I, I would like to say yes but uh the reason why i joined the military is because I, I didn't have any real direction when i was a kid so i think the the military was a great thing for me because i'm gonna be honest with you if i didn't join the military i'd have been such a fucking asshole like in the for the rest of my life, like what what year did Star? Because I mean I'm Starcraft. I think it's ninety seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking ninety seven, ninety eight, or okay, something yeah. like that. Fuck that game. And I was, oh, oh shit! Yeah. I'm just saying that because I got every time I played, I got my ass fucking kicked. Well, because yeah. you know me and uh, and Lee. Yeah, and me I was and Lee were like really good. <laughs> I was like we were ranked. I was like a preschooler trying to fight a high schooler. Basically. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to play against people who are like, oh, you try this game, try this game. Like, All right, we'll play together. And you link in, and they fucking utterly destroy you before you even figure out what button does what. Solar play or solar? Yeah, um, I haven't me with Warcraft. Play by yourself is fine. Holy shit! Oh, Warcraft is good too. Yeah, I get my ass kicked every time before I can figure out how to build my first fucking base. I yeah, have a whole army on me. I'm like, what the fuck? You have to like, I don't know. I didn't know clicks to me now. Like, I started. I played it for like a couple minutes. Just to like get used to like the the builds and shit again, and it's like it plays exactly the same because it's the same old game. But if you, if you get the one right now that's free, the graphics are fucking super dated. Mm-hmm. So for Starcraft or Starcraft, the original Starcraft. Okay, yeah, oh, the original Warcraft. Warcraft that's even I, yeah, I don't think that. you can even find it. Yeah. Even. But uh, it's still the mechanics are still there. I'm really looking forward to the updated graphics because apparently they just updated the graphics but the gameplay is still exactly the same Okay, yeah, so I'm the, really looking forward to that shit the last RTS I played was Star Trek Armada really the last one yeah. I played well now Starcraft well the last one even before that was Starcraft 2 so yeah. <laughs> kind of getting That's back crazy. to trailers did you guys oh, see yeah. the trailer for Krypton Ooh, yes I did not channel. I'm I did watch I'm, it tonight I'm actually uh, interested yeah they actually have a pretty good CGI budget I was very surprised so this is just so this is like how many years before it I think blows up? I think it's like a. You said it was his grandfather years or something. Yeah. It's oh like, shit! It's like his great grandfather. Oh shit! So, this, so it's that based on House L, but way before yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, Kal El is. Born. And they're they're saying it's going to be like a mix between like like uh, Games of Thrones and um, shit. I can't remember what else they compared the it to. BSG? Yeah, Battlestar Galactica. Oh. Yeah, so it's gonna be super sci-fi, but you know, there's gonna be some crazy shit happening, like families fighting against each other, and it'd be interesting to see how this plays out because we never we never get to see Krypton. We only get to see it blow up. You <laughs> <laughs> see a little part where there's like an argument between Kal El or um, Jor El and like the, the console, and then all of a sudden the fucking plan blows up, and you see Superman flying away. Yeah, Re- every time. Real quick, I saw some shit on Facebook today that was fucking oh, not today, but a couple days ago that was fucking ridiculous. It was a, as a post, and it was in one of the uh, the black nerd groups, and it said that according to scientists, if oh, uh, oh, if, yeah. if Superman oh, yeah. got his powers oh, from the sun, geez. he should have dark skin. And so I posted, according to science, <laughs> Superman <laughs> would have no powers yeah. from the sun. <laughs> and I was just like, are you fucking serious? Like, why the fuck would somebody have powers from the sun? Are you, what the fuck? Are we just ignoring the fact that that shit wouldn't happen in real life? Yeah. Even I mean, if you real? went that way, wouldn't he be green? With chlorophyll, if if he was getting his energy from fucking technically the sun, wouldn't technically he have some sort of chlorophyll type system? Maybe. Well, Maybe. The, the thing is that most people kind of ignore is the fact that most of his powers are from the fact that he was from a planet yeah. that was way sun. more dense. Yeah. No, it wasn't just that as a red planet no, or a red, red sun. sun. 
but it's the fact that the planet was way more it had way more gravity. Mm. That's the reason why it's so fucking strong. Did you guys ever figure out the whole science tech question from the expanse in terms of the gravity? No, no somebody no, tried yeah. to okay. answer it, but they were just like, "Oh, well, the the they said that basically the uh, the horizons were different." But I'm like, "Yeah, no, well, no shit." But how does that make you an Earther or not an Earther? Okay, so not I still sure. don't understand yeah, that part. Yeah. Gotcha. But kind of back to Superman, like Krypton. When Krypton? a Superman first came out, like, he didn't have a lot of his powers. Like, he no. only could jump really high. Like, he couldn't fly at all. It wasn't... It oh, yeah, like he had to learn, learn right? What? No. Learn to fly? No, he no, didn't, no, he didn't fly. fly at all. Like, he only could jump He only could jump high. He, was, he wasn't even invincible at the time, either. He just could jump really high, and it was, like, super strong. Like, that was pretty much it for his powers. It was, like, later on in the year, he started developing... Or, the, the writer started adding more stuff to his powers. So, him having... Like, using the sun for his power wasn't even part of his storyline in the beginning either. Yeah, shit is so dumb. Like, if your, scout, if your skin is brown, it doesn't mean that you absorb the sun and get powers. That's just... That's super flat thinking. I don't understand why somebody would even think that. They like, should also bring up how, like, Batman would have a tan. That's the reason why he only fights at night. Because <laughs> then you have, like, a tan line of his mask. That he would, oh, boy. <laughs> that's... But yeah, he's makeup man, got bad makeup. So true. I'm actually looking forward to this Krypton because if it's like if it's anything like the Expanse, oh, then it should be fucking dope. Yeah, it looks like it was, the Expanse is dope. This latest season of the Expanse is so fucking good, it's so fucking good. Have you guys? Sorry, not to switch gears, but uh, have you guys seen this white woman who she's like darkening her skin? This might be something for next another episode because we're coming kind of along. But basically, there's a lady in like England or something like that. Like she. She's tanning her skin, but her doctor gave her something where her she doesn't lose the tan, so she's getting darker and darker. Like when you first see this chick, she looks black, but so when you see like picture before, she's she's white as hell. She's so she has Vitiligo. No, this is all chemical. But yeah. yeah, it's you have to see the shit. And she, right now, she has the the biggest boobs in like England or something like that. Oh, well, she's a ridiculous fuck? person then. All right. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> She has ridiculous modified boobs. So yeah, she's like triple F or some shit. It's fucking ridiculous. I just saw the tree scene. I'm like, this chick is batshit crazy. With that re Lago, your skin get darker. <laughs> and she was actually good looking before she went through all this. Yeah, stuff. that's what gets me. This is body dysmorphia. A lot of people that are, are like that, they have body dysmorphia. They don't see the same thing that you see yeah. for themselves. Oh, let's get into some uh, Ask Me Them BTI questions. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. If you could be a cartoon slash anime character for a week, who would you be? And we already know that Blue will be Batman. Damn, what you got the answer? No. <laughs> actually, for me, I'm gonna actually say it. I would, oh, I would God. be Superman. What you because, lie? No, no, you not Superman. Full face lie. No, actually, I thought about, lying. I thought about Superman, but then <laughs> I was like, you know what? Lying. I would like, I would like to be Goku because Goku, like, he, I, I like that he can fight. and He gets stronger every time he fights, and then he also like has the ability to like teleport and fly and like do all this kind of crazy shit. And like, he's kind of like. The ultimate hero, like he can take out like a lot of people, and he's he's he doesn't back down from fights. Why are you always lying? I would be Saitama, One Punch Man. God damn you! Uh. <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> Just be looking for like the best ramen in the city. Got, got to be OP, overpowered. Yeah. One Punch Man would probably be my favorite, and uh, so now I got to go unrealistic because I think yeah. what One Punch what, Man what is unrealistic. <laughs> I know I'm saying. That. <laughs> I well, I was gonna go with Death Note and uh, and Light. Oh, yeah, L. Light. Yeah, you gotta oh, be yeah. L. I mean, yeah, L. Because I mean, that's really not my personality at all. Oh wait, I'm sorry. L was the the fucking the, the detective. L was guy. the detective. Yeah, sorry, you're right. Light. 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 You okay. gotta be Light. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe Light. 
Because, uh, I mean, essentially I would pretty much find myself in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Whatever I put in people uh, that I feel shouldn't be fucking deserving to die, get like a trial and shit. And then next thing I know, I got fucking Kronos being fucking L. Be like, you need to stop persecuting these people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd already be fucked. I can't, I can't even go against you. You know my name. Yeah, I'd be fucked. That's true. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I guess that would be it with lack of preparation for the question, but I guess. Well, yo, Ninja. I don't even know. That's kind of a huge, like. What's the first one that pops in your head when you. Bugs Bunny. Because he, he manages to fuck over people and get away with it. He's kind of an ass if you he should be the roadrunner then. Nah, because he doesn't speak. That's only one person, though. Bugs Bunny can talk. He he had, like, the Don Rickles type thing. He'd roast you. (laughs) But he can still, like, get out. Like, every time people try to trap him, he manages to get out of it. So So you also, like, dressing up like a girl? Kill the rabbit. Kill the (laughs) rabbit. So you also, like, dressing up as a girl, too? Because he did out a lot, too. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Every now and then, but he got out (laughs) of it. (laughs) So, shit. Yeah, I guess we go with that. That's a good question, though. I like that. Yeah. I like how they said I'll I'll pick Batman like you know me of course you know me <laughs> like you know me my yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. well you spin your Batman <laughs> you spin your Batman, your, your, your little, Batman shirt your little battery your Batman life you got <laughs> laptop got Batman all over the place I got a Batman keychain oh, I'm gonna keep God. tracking how many times you're not repping Batman yeah <laughs> well it's cool because this shirt is actually I got this at a WonderCon and um it's it's um not Nightwing it's um Red Hood Batman symbol. And like, I also have a shirt that has um, uh, Flashpoint Paradox Batman, Thomas Wayne. Oh, Batman. Thomas Wayne. Yeah, there was a few of them that you were eyeing there. Yeah. Um, so we got another one. So this is from, I guess, this is for me. So if you were the final boss in a game, what would be your pre-battle quote, your battle location, and then your battle music? Hmm. I think. Let's see. My. What is it? Our pre-battle quote would be, this is so boring. Battle location would be Mount Kilimanjaro. And the battle music would be Metalocalypse, face-fisted. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Face-fisted. My music would either be um, Red Man, Time for Some Action, or Method Man, Red Man, uh, Rottweilers. Mm, That's a good one. Yeah. um, There's two of them? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was it was like a collab that they did as far as or whatever. Rock Wilders, Rose Rot. Yeah, I don't know if it was, yeah Rot. I think it was Rot or Rot. I, I, I don't know Rot if they Wilder. tried to put a little twist on it. Um, my pre-battle quote, and it, it was something that like you'll know it as soon as I say it. But it's something that like when I heard it didn't make any fucking sense to me, and I literally had to think about it for like the longest, longest time. But I'll say it slowly because I'm gonna watch Corona's ears perk up. Never pet. A burning dog. The fuck? <laughs> it's that? from. It's from. Uh, God damn it! Um, One Punch Man. No, Generation Kill. Oh yes. Uh, and I'm just like, and I, when I when I heard him say it over, and I'm like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any fucking dog sense. Fuck you up. And then <laughs> then eventually I was like, it, it just starts. It just started clicking my head. Just never pet a burning dog. It's like it's a situation that cannot be helped. Don't don't fucking if the dog is burning, petting it is going to do no fucking good. You want to help it, but you can't. Just let the dog burn. And location wise, I have no idea. You know, it's a good spot to do final battle. Oh, 
I would say for for me, my Pitch black. my battle location will be in a strip club. <laughs> and the music that we playing is uh, Sheena by Hoochie Mama. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> and then my, my battle cry would be like, "Can't this be solved with ones?" <laughs> That's awesome. We need our strip club review. Oh yeah, we still have it'd be you, me, and the professor. But this yeah. is fucking California. The strip clubs are fucking yeah, they're this, shitty. This is true. You gotta go to I've never been to one I have no idea. Yeah. Go to one if you want, bro. Yeah, you gotta go to the ones in you gotta go to the ones in SoCal. Hey, somebody yeah. told me AIDS is pretty shitty too. I don't yeah. want it. I'm just saying. Oh, Vegas is overrated, but that's a different that's different a whole different topic. Alright. Well, we got a couple more. Do we wanna keep going or we wrap it? Dirty Stew's got one. Oh, that's oh, an old one, isn't it? Yeah, I thought that was old. Did we, did we say that? Maybe I wasn't on the podcast. Yeah, it was for um, our 100th episode. Oh, okay. that question. I was okay. definitely on that podcast. Huh. All right, well, we can wrap it. Oh, yeah. actually, let's talk about one last thing. Bill O'Reilly? Yeah, Bill yeah. O'Reilly got fired from Fox News. Hilarious. Long he, time coming. Yeah. He's, the, he's the one that said, like, we'll do it live, right? Was yeah, he, he got off fucking pissed. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it, we do it live, we do it live. You guys are fucking moron. Yeah. This, this is the same you guy. Mad. He literally this this is literally a quote from him. He said he didn't understand. He said that nobody understands why there's tides on Earth. The tide goes in, tide goes out, nobody knows why. That's literally what he said. He said that? The yes. Fuck? You stupid motherfucker. Yes we do. It's called the goddamn moon. moon. Have you heard of gravity? Stupid fucking <laughs> holy shit! No, what they got, don't believe in science. No, no. Mm. What got me is when the Reverend Al Sharpton invited him to go to a restaurant. You call the guy a Reverend? He doesn't. He doesn't need any fucking praise. Anyway, that, that's I'm, his title. I just give him. That's fuck, the way. fuck his title and fuck him. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Al Sharpton invited blue. invited him to a, a restaurant in Harlem. It was like this famous African American um, spot, and he invited Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly went, and then he reported back like all these things that he expected to be true, but were not true. He said it wasn't dirty, it wasn't filthy. He expected buns to be there, and I like, I stopped, like, I was in awe that this man expected that a a business in Harlem was not subject to being like you know clean. Like, he expected this to be, like, some run-down, dirty spot or whatever. And he was, like, he was genuinely surprised or genuinely surprised that this place wasn't filthy. And I was, like, dude, you are a piece of work. Well, I think most people that go to, like, I'm not saying Harlem is a ghetto. I've never been to Harlem, so I don't fucking know. But if you go to someplace you think is a ghetto. Harlem is just, like, any major fucking city. It's just like Oakland. You got some bad parts of Oakland. And especially... I mean, Oakland in many ways is trying to, well, has become Harlem in well, terms it's, of like they're gentrified now. Yeah, exactly. So you can have your nice, nice parts of it, and then the bad parts. But then, like you, this is a public figure inviting you to a spot. That's like kind of like in uh, what was it, uh, fucking House of Cards, where Frank Underwood kept going to this place to get ribs. I just don't like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't like that dude. Who? Sharpton. Oh, well. he's a quote unquote leader of the black community, but he's who says that? He ain't no appointed leader. That's a self self appointed yeah, leader. leader. Yeah. He ain't leading. He may lead his congregation, but he ain't leading. Yeah. Yeah. And your mama's a leader. It's crazy. Oh, fucking hair. So wait, so why was he finally let go? Like, did he say? Well, it was, it was a, a bit of a whole bunch of sexual harassment allegations. Yeah. Whole yeah. bunch. Several. Damn. So is he cocky? And it got to you know you know what the 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 Charlotte Camel's back. There was somebody that came on that claimed sexual harassment. She's like, I'm not going to court. I don't want the money. I just want everybody to know. Like, this isn't about the money. 
I just want people to know that this is what he's like, and that's basically what brought the guy oh, down. Wow, because she, she was a famous person. I forget her fucking name. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of stuff on the conservative side. So this he'll, is weeks. he'll be back in some sort of he'll probably be on a radio. He'll probably be like he'll rush. be on fucking satellite radio, radio or some shit. We see this all the time. I remember there was that that fucking uh, went back. He got his own fucking yeah. Uh, called called the uh, when he, he come back? was sexually harassing people. Yeah, they called the blaze. I thought there was an older dude that called like the girl snappy headed hose from like Rutgers University oh, way shit. back in the day. Oh, I remember that oh, shit. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember the dude's uh, name, but he he got fired for a little bit from from. NBC or whatever the fuck he was on, he found his own little fucking niche on like satellite radio or whatever. He'll be back in some. Cause He'll be back in some media, but he probably won't have a TV show. Oh, he probably will. Probably will. So uh, he's got he's got a fan base, even though we don't oh, agree yeah. with. He has a, a stupid read. People will fucking tune in and watch oh, yeah. his, and they'll his do, video. And if he, even if he needed like a GoFundMe or whatnot, he'll get it. Oh yeah, he he's, doesn't need to go. The guy is rich as fuck. Oh yeah, I'm just saying if. He doesn't, there's no if. The guy's rich as fuck. He so writes this, books. Yeah. Um, so this is after... Literally, uh, he was interviewing the president, like, in in January. So it's not like he's going to just drop off the face of the earth like oh, yeah. people forgot about him. Like, he has his own... But he's a fucking moron. Yeah. I agreed. So this is, what, weeks after Tommy Loren got fired? She got let go from her network uh, as well. Her, her fucking web channel from the Blaze. Yeah, yeah she Blaze. got dropped from the Blaze, and she threw a huge fit. Mm-hmm. So she'll probably be back in some form. Yeah. You Same. know what gets me is like, look, you can't get fired and then try to sue for some sexual harassment bullshit or like wrongful termination. It's like you can get fired for any reason if you were talking shit and if they don't agree with you. You can get fired. Mm-hmm. And then, like the entire time when they had a job, they were talking yeah. shit on people that were in the same yeah. situation yeah. that they're in now. Comedy. Yeah. Fuck oh. your couch. And then what else? The Re- Republicans also lost. Uh, Ann, found out that Ann Coulter is taking BBC. No, I mean, does that they, matter? Maybe. No. She can fuck whoever she wants. She can fuck whoever she wants to fuck. I mean, she she's she's a troll. She's supposed <laughs> yeah, to be yeah, a yeah, personal troll. She's yeah. a very good troll. Not to try to get yeah. completely derailed because. I, I saw she was trying to go talk at Berkeley, and Berkeley had their own shit going on. Oh, that's what the this fuck right. again. Yeah. Huh? I heard about fuck? that. Berkeley's all fucked up. Yeah. Look, if you cannot accept differing, different opinions, there's something wrong with you. I mean, you're not an adult. You know what I mean? Like, you can't sit there and try to burn the fucking whole city down just because you don't want somebody to speak. Yeah. Like, I think it's good to hear different opinions, especially mm. if they don't agree with you. Like, that's important yeah. to an adult. But even that, you have to be open-minded about it, too, like... Be able to receive somebody else's opinion, not just fucking be all up in your fields and shit. They know yeah. they both sides know what the fuck they're doing. Well, but it's not like they're saying like kill all fucking Jews or no, something. No, I, I, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. That's that's the problem. It's like, yeah, but they, still, if you're gonna protest, protest peacefully. Get your word yeah. across. And why do you need to incite? Make sure to bring some Pepsi and burn shit. Down. Well, but, I mean, it's, but it's also it's why even protest at that point. Look, if you don't agree with somebody's opinion, don't go to their fucking shit. Yeah, but you have the right to protest. You can try to let other people know why you this person is a terrible person. Because they don't have the same opinion as you? It's yeah. it's it's just problematic. Not in terms of, like, the premise, but in terms of, like, you know the out- you know what's going to happen when you go there. You know what's going to happen when you invite people to come there. Like, not to say that they're not allowed to, yeah. but you know, you know the situation that is going to happen by invoking this so don't act surprised when it happens and unfortunately you can't do anything to prevent it legally because they have a, a right to to talk well, about and, and preach about whatever they want to which is fine fine by me for somebody that lived and went to school down in the south where I saw confederate flags 
on a daily basis, I know I'm going to see that shit or whatever. It's it's their right or whatever. I don't agree with it. I'm not going to go around punching people in the fucking face. Yeah, or that's, whatever. that's the problem. Like, look, I, I've talked. I think Lena Dunn is probably like high on the list on who I talk shit about. But when she goes to speak somewhere, I'm not going to fucking protest it because you know what? She's going to speak to a bunch of dumbasses who I'm not, I'm not going to agree with anyway. That's her audience. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now, there's nothing I'm going to say is going to change the 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 thoughts of the audience, and it's still, it's a different opinion of of what I have. I think she's a piece of shit, but you know what I mean. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to stop her from speaking to other fucking idiots. Yeah, what's are, what's the end game in me going out there and punching one dude in the face? Yeah, nothing. I'll I'll, I'll, de- I'll give my opinion, but I'm not gonna say, hey, you can't go speak. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Anyway. Let's uh, let's wrap this up. It's getting round it up. Yeah. Who's <clears throat> what you got? All right. So, if you've been watching our YouTube channel, I've been playing around with this cool Batman <laughs> finger. It's Batarang. called a, It's called the finger and Batman. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, no. It's, so it's called a, a fidgeter. There is no defense. Something like that. But um, I brought this online. Um, actually, I think Cronus was the one that tagged me into a post. I'm like, I got to get that. Yeah. So I turned around and bought it. But mm-hmm. um, when I got it, the <laughs> so it has a, a ball bearing in the middle, which is what causes it to spin. But the one that it came with was really shitty. So I actually upgraded it to a better one. Huh. So the one it had before was like kind of loud and clanky, and it kept stopping on its own. But this one right here now is smooth. Wait, you made it or you bought a new thing? I bought a new one. So the little inside, the spinner part in the middle that pops out. Oh, okay. It's ball, ball bearing. Yeah, right? it's a ball bearing. Oh, okay. It's just a simple ball bearing. And so I bought a better one, and I upgraded it to a better, smoother one. Nice. But, um, yeah, I just got this recently. It's it's real fun to play with, and, um, yeah, that's what I've been like, playing around with. Are the edges actually even sharp? Well, it's not sharp. It's actually dull. Not yet. Okay. But <laughs> you can you can do some damage with it. And I actually I tried using it as a bottle. I was, was going to ask, have you thrown it against a wall yet? Uh, no, I haven't. But, um, yeah, so I got this. Watch and it break. I want to talk about something next week. Uh, when I, um, Something I want to do next week. But, um... Yeah, so yeah, this weekend we got SC or SVCC. Silicon Valley Comic Con is happening, so we're gonna be squatting up for that. Um, I'm only gonna be there for Friday and Sunday, it looks like, because Saturday I'm going to a Cider Fest, which is like a beer fest except with cider. Oh but God! The Cider Fest I'm going to, I went last year, and they do, it's not unlimited pours. You actually get like ten tickets with your admission, with your with your fee for getting in. Right. But um, you can always buy more, so an extra ticket thing is like one or two dollars. But uh, some cider places they actually charge two tickets, so that's just mainly because they're stronger. But oh, you gotta find two rivers. And where, where is it at? Uh, this is gonna be up in SF. It's okay. gonna be in uh, Presidio Park, I think it's called. Okay. Um, but what's cool about that location is it's right by the Golden Gate Bridge, so you have this beautiful view nice. of the bridge. Um, so I'm gonna be doing that um, next week, Tuesday. Cronus actually let me know about this. Batman fucking VR is coming to oh god to the HCC vibe. It's gonna be on Steam. I already pre-ordered lost my in copy the, in the sunken place. Right, lost in the so, so if you guys don't, if you guys don't see me next week, you know where I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be fucking Batman, man. I'm gonna be goddamn Batman. So that game was previously a PSVR exclusive. Yeah, it was a PS uh, PlayStation exclusive. Um, also, it's, even though we have a podcast next Wednesday, uh, Blue Day is coming up. If you know what Blue Day is, that's uh, my birthday. So. I'm sure. I'm, pl- I'm actually going to be gone, not next week, but the week after. I won't be around, but I'll talk about that more as the day comes. Let me know what date you plan that on, because I'll be out of town technically for my birthday, so maybe we can... Uh, I'll be in com- Hawaii. Combine mega powers. Oh, yeah, we can do something. Yeah. Holy but shit. But Drunk Blue's going to be in effect this fucking okay. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody's fucking business. Oh, shit. Because last year when I did this, 
we all haven't seen Drunk Blue. He's a fucking sight. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny because like the last cider fest I went to, I was like, I ain't gonna get drunk off no cider. Man, you go through those ten those those ten tickets real fucking quick. So I had to buy more. But uh, there's a beer. There's a cider called uh, Angry. Uh, not Angry Orchard. Um, uh, it's called Anchor. No, not Anchor. Oh, fuck, what is it called? The 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 cider the type of cider is called Anvil and it's like ten point five for nice. a fucking cider. It's hell okay. you can actually buy that whole full. You can buy that whole full. Pretty hard for a cider. But uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. And man, you once you once you had a few ciders, all of them just start tasting the same. But yeah, it's also when I tried uh, mead for the first time because uh, they had like an apple pie mead. It was so goddamn good. You're like a fucking uh, not a Hobbit, Viking. Viking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hobbit drink mead. Didn't Dude, yeah, Hobbits, yeah, or, uh, like, Viking. Vikings, no, not Vikings, the goddamn little people. What do they call? Hobbits, Oompa Loompas. I'm fucking tripping. Smurfs, Ewoks. No, 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 no. Goddamn <laughs> they have axes and shit. Oh, elves underground. Oh wait, underground. Not elves. Gnomes. Ah, uh, gnomes maybe. No, Trolls. No, no, no. Jesus Christ, orcs. Oh, gotta fucking Google shit now. Goddamn, shit. I'm yeah. a super Stitch, brain What fart. you got? I I couldn't. I was trying to think of the fucking actor's name to plays the dude on Game of Thrones, but I failed. Wait what? I, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. About. The guy played. He was in fucking. Is the voice the, the of the robot in, in uh, <laughs> Destiny? Oh, uh, not ro- yeah, not him. It's, uh, the robot is Cade. That's what uh, the fuck's the actor's name? God damn it, Nathan Fillion. No, that's the robot in Destiny. No, the the, the guy from Game of Thrones, the dwarf, the midget. Yeah, they, they changed his name. Oh, the ghost. They changed his. Oh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, that's who I thought he was talking about. Yeah. Um, what do I have planned? Uh. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Um, me and Prodigy did go to a baseball game. It was hilarious or whatever. <laughs> we actually got on face? TV. With oh, the yeah, I saw that. That, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, fucking hilarious because uh, we were just but sitting there. it was there. you and Lilo, right? Or me, and Lilo, and then Logan was on TV <laughs> and everything. And Logan's just standing up like... Just standing up with his glove up in the air, ready to catch a ball for no, no reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And like... Uh, uh, next thing we know, like we're just sitting there chilling, and then like the people in front of us, they're Come like on. a fucking dwarf, goddammit. Jesus Christ, <laughs> thought, fucking wait, dwarf. I thought he said dwarf. No, I could have sworn he said dwarf. I don't, dwarf. I don't know if he said dwarf. I thought it or not. Blue said dwarf. Uh-huh. Maybe not. So uh, the people in front of us, said, like, oh shit, we were on TV. The next thing you know, everyone around us, like their phones start blowing up, and Mishka was like, oh, we saw you on TV and everything. So it was, it was pretty funny or whatever. Nobody just, called in sick to work, right? No, thank <laughs> God. That's that just makes it sort of sort of scary because I was like, thank God. I was like, that would have been all bad. So the baseball game was fun. Uh, Prodigy kind of knew baseball pretty well and everything. Like he was asking <laughs> sort of questions, not dumb questions or whatever. The one question where I had to like explain to him detail. He's like, he's like, wouldn't it make more sense for like the third baseman to be left-handed? And I'm, he's like, because the throw would be quicker if he's throwing from his left side. I was like, no, because the glove is on his left side. Yeah, he needs to catch, catch the ball. Man. He's like, no, but the throw. I was like, the objective is to get the ball. You got to get the ball before you can throw it or whatever. So if you're protecting more of the the in-play field, <laughs> well, your left side, with you being right-handed, then yeah. So we sort of had a little debate about that. But it was really fun. Logan had a great time and everything. Weather was nice. Uh, they had the uh, fireworks, which was really, really cool. Um, they have like a Marvel night coming up on the 24th and stuff. So uh, try to see if uh, me and Ninja can uh, catch like a, a, another baseball game coming up. Trying to catch a few. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, uh, I don't. All 
Alright, that was kind of weird. I went through this podcast and was editing it, and I noticed that I'm missing the last couple of minutes on the podcast. Definitely not expected, but hey, you know, shit happens, whatever. Uh, thank you to James Gaffsey for coming on and talking about billing and just everything in general. He's a great guest, always invited to the podcast. Uh, check us out on binapproductions.com forward slash BTI. Also on Twitter at BTI, on Facebook at BTI, on YouTube at BTI. Pretty much everywhere it's at BTI. You get the game here. Uh, check us out live every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Check out our podcast live. Definitely check out the Infinity Vault. It's pretty awesome to go in there and chat with us. We interact. So pretty cool podcast. Yeah, that's it. All right. Peace. Man at last has succeeded in penetrating further and further into the unknown vastness of space. Yet many questions remain unanswered.